one, a two, a one, two, three. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas from the bottom of my heart. I don't think it's too early, no, right? For Christmas, no, like it is not. Man. If it's in October, yes. yes. Yeah. You, but you know what? No. Well done, Perfect. man. Thanks, guys. Well Perfect. Done. It's like my favorite Christmas song. I feel like it's Christmas now. <laughs> okay. I love Christmas, awesome. by the way. Same that here. that yeah. was Rob, wait, wait, yeah. our special guest today from Thanks, Galaxy guys. Plumbing. Yes, sir. Okay, first off, where are we at, Cardino? I just want to say, no wonder he likes Christmas. That's where all the pipes blow. <laughs> oh, yeah. 100%. We got you covered, eh? We got you covered. We're getting ahead of ourselves, man. We're getting ahead of ourselves. So, Mark, thank you again, man. Unbelievable. Unofficial Please, home. guys, if you guys are looking for any kind of roofing or siding or flashing. Or Meet him in the gym. Workout. Tattoos. Or he wants some <laughs> crazy-ass tattoos. Mark from Skylux. Please right. give him a call. Thanks again, Mark, for, for this unofficial home of the construction life. Thank you to all the listeners that are growing every single friggin' day. How people are reaching out and thanking us for doing this show. How it's so real and they believe in what we have to say. But even more important, let's change this industry to be a respectful industry 1, again. 1,000%. Back to our special guest here who's in, in awe. He's in awe of this space. So, Thanks, Santa guys. Claus, Thanks. tell us <laughs> tell us more. Tell us a lot more. Okay, you got to take us way back, Rob. Okay. Way back. Okay. Where, okay. where it all began. Now I'm in the hot seat, so. <laughs> no, no, tell okay. us. Come on. How long have you been in plumbing? How long have you been, been in plumbing? I've been in plumbing now, I think, like 21 years. Whoa, uh, wait. Hang on a sec. How old are you? I am 39. I'm like almost 40. We're still, yeah. Well, we're past that point. Okay. Don't worry. Your change. Your body's gonna change now uh, as of next year, man. Okay. Well, <laughs> it's I'm, the 40. I'm, it's the really 40. Is. The 40, 40. Man. I never believed it. I was like a horse at 40. <laughs> Everything started. <laughs> well, guys, thanks for like, thanks for enlightening me uh, to that. Uh, no, no, welcome to forty. Well, I, I think that's why I just joined a, a gym. It's more of a high intensity oh, kind of. You got to do it, man. Seriously, got to. Your body's gonna you fall apart if you do not work out, man. Seriously, You're it's gonna shape, fall apart, dude. Thanks, brother. I have to be, man. I'm constantly like running around here, or up there. I've seen you in, in shirts, man. You're in good shape, thanks, dude. Thanks, brother. I, I try, man. It's all that pipe, you know. <laughs> You, know? you guys want me to leave? Sorry. No, 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 no. no. We want you to stay. Can we get back to the backstory? Yes, sir. Yes, I want to know. I want to know more about Rob. Tell us, Rob. So, guys, uh, I guess it all started when I was, you know, eighteen, just like every other eighteen-year-old uh, high school. Finished you know? high school. Yeah, or just getting close to finishing high school, and you know, the big questions are coming. The teachers, your parents, you, and you're like, what are you gonna do with your life? I don't know. I, I think ultimately, I was just like, you know, I, I, I kind of liked, you know constructing things just like some other kids or most kids and uh so yeah i would probably say i loved cars loved cars still love cars but i would say on the grand scheme of things it's just like you know they don't really make the most amount of money uh, you know for their passion and i would probably say i i looked at plumbing as like this big puzzle it looked like kind of lego and i was like i kind of want to do something i love but something that's still kind of you know it's gonna gonna pay some good money and Pl plumbing plumbers make good money they were plumbers on, are respected yeah and on the, they were one of the top top pick trades or top pay trades still to this day yeah exactly yeah. right they, they so, also have one other thing yes sir this is a fact because there was well, a survey good. 
they're their most promiscuous trade. Are they? That's oh what I was God. told through a survey. They're always playing with their pipe. What? I, I'm just <laughs> saying that they're, they're, the, they're the ones that actually cheat on their significant other. Oh, I could no. see that. Yes, they are. Oh, and I could see and that. And don't you guys hate me, all you other plumbers out there. I'm just stating a fact of a survey that I read. That out of all the trades, they were number one. Well, I can say when I was younger, I would agree, and I was number one with that for sure. <laughs> but I, um, I think but, in general, I think that's all of us, and it didn't yeah, mean that it, you were it plumbing. Did, it, it didn't Do matter. not group me into that mix, okay? Yeah, but so you're uh, 18 years old, you you get into plumbing? No, I so I took a co-op course uh, with school, and I started with some commercial plumbing company, and did some some hours there. How was that first week? It was different, going from like getting up. I think it was like five o'clock in the morning showing up to some dark shop or something like that. Discovering that there's two sixes in a day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and like going into some really old truck with some dude and, and stuff, <laughs> you know, which was really dun, weird. Dun, but dun, dun, yeah. dun, dun. So, so yeah, so I, I did that. And then uh, ultimately I think the boss told me, he told me, and I still remember till this day, he's like, dude, great effort. But he's like, I don't think you're made to be a plumber. Wow. You know, he's like, he I, yeah, he really did say that. He's like, why I don't think did he I, say that? Well, you know what? I, I, like, as you guys can see, I'm a pretty small dude. And when I was in high school, 18 years old, I was pretty scrawny, pretty small guy. And mind you, we were doing kind of commercial kind of plumbing. So bigger stuff, heavier stuff. He kind of looked at me. He's like, I think you're struggling and I, I don't think this is for you. So I was like, okay. Honestly, really? Yeah, honestly. So I was like, okay, man, great. Like, you know, I'm, I'm glad like you, you voiced your opinion, but I'm going to move on. And so anyway, so long story short, I, uh, I, uh, I basically went snooping around and, uh, from a friend of mine that knew somebody, I, I got into a residential company plumbing doing mass production subdivision homes. And that's where I started at 18 years old. You know, how was that first week? Oh, buddy. Like nine like, day difference. Oh, night and day difference. Let me tell you the biggest difference. Okay, so the first day on the job, what happens? So we're doing a finishing. I'm assisting the you know journeyman plumber. We're carrying in toilets, tanks into the house. We get set up. We do the finishing. I'm helping the guy, this and that. Get ready to turn on the water. We're testing. All of a sudden, what's happening? The shower drain is legitimately backing up. Like someone legitimate. I'm not even kidding. Stuff like blocked it? Yeah, blocked Purposely. it. This is a brand new subdivision host. Somebody legitimately took a shit. No. I, I'm not even kidding, no. dude. No, I'm not even kidding. <sighs> took a shit in the drain. It was backing up. Okay, we had to like snake the drain in a brand new house. Okay, so that was my first day on, on, on the job. And then going into the basement to test houses, you have to put test caps in the cleanouts. So if you forget to take those out when we're doing bathtubs, and this is subdivisions, you have to take those test caps out at finishing time. So guess what's in them? I don't know what could be in them other wow. than possibly urine. Yeah. So you're getting it's the, mostly urine. Yeah. So you're getting the teeth of your hammer uh, and you're knocking it in and stuff like that. So yeah, that's so that was my first day slash week into the plumbing trade. And you did it. I did it, man. Yeah. I did it, man. And that like, was that was 20 years ago. That was 20 years ago. I think it's gonna be almost 21 years ago pretty soon. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So so yeah. So that was your introduction to plumbing. And you haven't looked back. 
I haven't. You've only, and you stayed passionate in plumbing. I, I am. So I how am long passionate. is it that you've been by your, on your own? How long have you been on your own? Galaxy Plumbing's been out uh, five years now. Where's the name from? Funny story. So uh, Galaxy Plumbing, my ex-fiance. Dum, dum, dum. Yeah. Dum, dum, dum. So she was the original one to, to coming up with a name. We were all You're giving dinner. credit to the ex? Hey, you I am going to give her credit. Yeah, I'm going to give her credit. I'm only going to give her credit for that. <laughs> I'm only hey, going to give her credit for that. They inspire us and they have amazing ideas. You know what? I think when she saw me. Well, hang on a sec. Wait. Carlito. Wait, wait a second. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Go on, go on. No, so I, I don't know. I probably want to say maybe when she saw me, she's probably like, this guy's passionate. He loves what he does. And she came up with the, the, the Galaxy Plumbing and it, and it kind of stuck. We both were like, Okay, this this is the name, you know, and I think ever since then I've always looked at that name when I look at it, I'm like, wow, this represents something big. It's it's grand. It represents something, you know, like longevity. So we're, you know? we're, we're the future. Yeah, we're, the future, right? Where is she? We are no longer together, you know. So that's another story in itself. Let's just that's say a, that's a different podcast. That's a different. That's gonna be a He's different looking podcast. For some meat. Yeah, well, the meat no, was no. okay. So quick times before we get off that subject, I was legitimately supposed to get married this summer, you know. Stuff, some stuff happened. It was what was it like a month before the wedding, and I had to call it, you know. And, and I called it, and I was like, Whoa, Listen, I, we, I, I can't do this, you know. And and, wow. and, and that was it, you wow. Know? So, you know what? Good for you because uh, you need to stay happy, you need to stay happy. And 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 I think at the end of the day, you really, really, your gut, you got to follow it. And and yeah, as much as you want to say no, this time it's wrong, first week. Literally was a shitty week. You know what? <laughs> he wanted to say that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, it, it was. But there, hey, there... trust me, I've had my fair share working on Renault's, and we're, we're in the basement breaking the concrete, uh, you know, looking for the clay pipe. Yeah. That's how old the house is. Yeah. And then trying to cut the clay pipe nice and clean. Never. And then all of a sudden you hear water. Yeah. And you're like, wait a minute, why are we here? And we told the clients not to flush anything, yeah. not to drain oh, anything. Yeah. And we start yeah. to panic. So it's yeah. like, that's the only part where you look at it and you go, you know what? That office job ain't looking that bad anymore. It's true. You know it's almost I mean? like that that point in Indiana Jones when the water's coming and yes. it's just like from you <laughs> looking back and that thing's chasing you, right? Like, oh shit, we're fucked now. Right? So, 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 uh, so you're doing that. So how long was it? Uh, when did Galaxy start? So Galaxy started five years ago. So I would probably say the reason why Galaxy started is I was a union plumber for, what, 17 years? Wow. So I did anything from uh, low-rise residential was mass production subdivision homes for 10 years, then moved into a bit of, uh, what would you call it, commercial, ICI. And then I went to, because the big movement happened. So there was a shift in 2008, 2000, 2007, 2008, where everything went from low-rise residential to really high-rise residential, where the condos really started to explode. And kind of went where the work was, where the money was. And uh, that's kind of where I stayed for what? Like probably another seven years. I would probably say for probably seven or eight years, I was probably very unhappy. I literally would wake up every morning like a zombie, go to the same job site, same. What was it? What was it? Was it the, <sighs> the environment? environment? Yeah. The environment, I'm man. Just saying, I man. know, but you know what? He did something really smart here, and yeah. I don't want to get into your business, but no. Did you get credits while you were in the union? Credits you, in what do sense? Do you have your retirement package already? Seventeen oh, yeah, years. Yeah, That's but, like thirty credits. Oh yeah, and that I, means you already have your retirement ready. I did. I grabbed it and I said, "Thank you very much. I'm going to take my money." 
I'm going to take it out and you'll never see me again. Cause you know, everyone's telling you, Rob, you should maybe keep paying your union dues. So I did it for like a year. And then I was like, listen, you, I'm never coming back. Did you reinvest properly? I did. Yeah. Excellent. You have to, the only Excellent. way to pull out a pension is it has to be an invested retirement uh, kind of scenario Good for you because yeah. that's a long time yeah. in a, in a, you ain't, trust me, you ain't going to retire with no friggin', uh, you ain't going to be driving no beautiful vehicle, living in a friggin' nice fancy house, that, that pension. No, thanks. No, but it's better than the guys not doing anything at all. Of course. Right. Of course. Yeah. yeah. And that, and that's probably was the hardest part about being a union plumber and a worker like that. Cause you have a benefits, you have a pension, you have old school mentality. Like my family, Hey, you got a great job. Why aren't you happy? You should be happy. People would kill for a so job. So it was like the there's... environment. The environment is what was killing you. Killjoy. I think, yeah, the environment, ultimately the environment, I can't be on a job site for two years or a year. The same people, the same attitude, the same conversations. What is this? Okay. What is the attitude? What is it? You know what? I don't, I don't want to paint everybody with the same brush because I think it would be ultimately unfair, but let's just say that there's a lot of guys that don't show up to work because they carry themselves, carry themselves. Like they're there because they love what they do and they, they represent, they want to do the job and do it right and stand for something. Their attitude is like, I got to be here for eight hours. Let me see what's the longest way I can get to my station. Wow. Let's make some conversation. Let's do this. And you know what? I, I think that there's a lot of that going on. My experience with unions, hardest working guys have seen. They can change you to be, and I wanted to ask you this. Did you work so hard at the union that it made you a better owner of your business. You know how some people own their business and they're slow, they don't know how to get a speed going. When you work for a union company, you gotta go, 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 go all day. You're on the clock and you gotta keep rolling. You know what? I would say I got that from um, the low rise residential sector and I would probably say I'm very grateful for that. Because of that, I had to go. We had to move. There was time clocks. You would have to go in. It was almost like going into like uh, for confession with the priest. You would literally <laughs> go to work, load up the truck, go there, kill it for the day. You'd have to show up back at the shop, drop the truck off, then report back to the owner. it would be like, hey, what'd you do today? Well, you know, I did so and so. Yeah, that's all you did today. You know, you didn't want to hear why and why you couldn't finish something, this and that. So it was that kind of scenario. So I would probably say because I was in that environment, that caused me to motor. It's like you had to fly and there was no excuses for nothing. It's like, listen, if, if something's not going right, figure it out and get it done. Because when you go back to the shop, he's going to want to know why it's not done. Interrogation. Huh? Oh, buddy, it was it was intense. Really? It was intense, yeah. All the, so you're a number to him. 100%. We're yeah, you tools. are, aren't you? We're tools. We're I, I could not survive there. I'm sorry, but I could not survive. In the so, union, you are a number. You are. And you, I, I think ultimately, I think you're a tool. And as long as that tool is in great condition, it works and it, and it does what it's, it's supposed doing, to do. Yeah, exactly. And again, it's, well it's providing, then it works. If not, then you got to go and we're going to get somebody else in. Yeah. You know, and that's kind of how it goes. So seven years ago, you went, you had enough. I would say five years ago. Five years ago. Five years ago, I would say my ex-boss, if I ever saw him, I would say, thank you so much for being the worst employer I've ever worked for. <laughs> because of that, I can truly say I'm so grateful because 
it was it was that where I made a decision and it's like, listen, if I'm going to do plumbing for the rest of my life, because for a long time, I was like, maybe I got to quit plumbing. Like, I don't think this is for me. Maybe I got to pick. Oh, so while you're doing the union gigs. Yeah, I was for probably two, three years. I was like, okay, I got to I got to find something else to do because this is I can't do this anymore. Like that, that fourteen hundred dollars at the end of the week, that check after a while, it gets old. It's like when you're doing something just for money and you look at that check, it's like, this is it. This is it. This is my life. 40 hours for this. Ultimately, I he, he drove you to go on your own. Yeah. Basically, I said, not another minute, not another day. And I was like, I would leave work. I would jump in my truck in every hole in the ground. I would drive around sub homes. Areas, older areas, every hole in the ground, I'd call the contractor. Hey, I'm Rob from Galaxy Plumbing. How you doing? What's it going to take for you to give us a shot to estimate your, your job? What's it going to take to this? How can I help wow. you? How can I do this? What can I do? As soon as I secured a, a few jobs, I was like, I'm done. I'm like, guys, thank you so much. You'll never see me again. Was it easy for the guys to give you a shot? You know what? Because you're cold calling these guys and you're just going. I was actually, I was not even cold calling. I would just show up to the job site and I would just go up to them and introduce myself. Wow. I'm like, hey, who's who's in charge here? Who's the owner? Blah, 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 blah. That's some balls, no? Yeah, I, I guess. No, no that's business. Is. That's balls, man. That's business. I, I think that's a You're guy. You're a go-getter. I think that's a guy who's going to make it happen no matter what. You yeah. know? I and, like and, it. And that's that's what I did. Drive, man. Yeah, I, I did that. And once I figured out. People see you're hungry. They want yeah, that. Yeah, and, and that's why I think a lot of people, when they see somebody that presents themselves in a good way, I think they want to give somebody a chance. You know, because remember, one thing I, in relationships, relationships always change. And I think as contractors, I think a lot of contractors want to have a good set of uh, trades in their inner circle. Of course. So if maybe they don't use you on this job, it's good to have you for the second job, even as communication. Hey, we're doing this. What do you think? What's your input? You know, it's good to have some good people around totally you. Totally agree, man. Totally agree so, on that. Before we get too far, after working for this guy, quitting and moving on. What's his name, did Eddie? You no. <laughs> did you? No, treat he's Italian. <laughs> well, mind you, Eddie, Eddie is Italian. Eduardo. So. Did you end yeah. up treating your guys better? Did you learn something from the way he treated you? And did you share that, <sighs> that positive energy now with the guys that worked for you? Okay, so that's a tricky one. So I would say the path that I'm on now is a path of taking that approach. And I think ultimately when I did leave, I think one thing I did take in my mind is one thing my mom always said don't ever forget where you came from. I'll always remember that. And the second thing is because of where I've come from in that background, I think when I, why I did leave is I've always wanted to look at when I have a very large scale company is, you know, take that and learn from that. This is not the way you get people motivated to work for you. Like you don't have to belittle a person to get them you are not going to get them to work for you and be uh, excited to work for you by belittling them. Yeah. And there's I, no reason to treat a person like that. No, no. Well, and well, even, there are sometimes. <laughs> oh, you know what? There's a difference. When though, people I, are taking advantage of you or employees are taking advantage of you, there's a fine line. There where, is. There's a fine line. I think everyone. You're it, trying to make money. You're trying yes. to survive. You're not bringing someone to work just to, for them to work. 
they need to make you some money. And I think it's okay because everyone should get ripped here and there, you know, yep. and I think it's normal. But I feel like there's a time and a place. And I feel like if you are going to rip somebody pretty good, I think it should be not around a group of people. If you want to take somebody aside, have a word with them. I completely agree you know, with that. And, and you that's you cool never because- do it. You never do it in front of the crew. Yes. You never do it. Yes. And that's why I've seen clients do that. And I lay into the client, man. You know, I, I, I take them off the site and I explain what they just did wrong because you can't do that. You just change the environment of the job site now. Well, of also course, the relationship right? between the guys and that person, they might jump to conclusion. And now because someone said you're an idiot, everyone thinks you're an idiot. Yes. And it's an ongoing joke and it turns into you're an idiot. Yeah, I know. And then pretty soon. You're an idiot. Well, you know what, guys? I was actually thinking about that today. It's funny. Like, I had an apprentice before. He was a great, great apprentice, great kid. We had a falling out, and that was more at the beginning of the company. I was thinking about it afterwards. Now, looking back, now that I'm doing a lot of work on myself as a as a leader, as an employer, I thought about it. It's like, you know, instead of the way I handled the situation, what I should have did was took the approach of how can I help you be successful at this position? Take that approach approach first and encourage them that way and then kind of do that first rather than kind of blow up on yeah. somebody and tell them hey guess what you're off for the rest of the week you know but at the same time it's a tough one when you tell somebody in a nice way as an employee hey man i think you should buy yourself a tool belt you know i think it's it's beneficial you tell them once twice three times then you see them working out of their sweater and their fittings are falling there comes to a point where it's like, listen, I think you gotta, you're gonna get it right now. You live and learn. What's the reason why they don't want to get the tool belt? You think they're just not caring about the trade and they don't want to commit to themselves? Like, uh, no, you know, you know what I think it was. I think where uh, the approach was is I almost wanted to cradle the apprentice as his dad, like be nice and this and that. And there's a way to be nice but still being stern. Yes. Like, hey man, you need a tool belt. I'm going to give you this weekend. You, you got to get it. And we're not negotiating here. Yeah. Right. That's you, you, know, you know what? Snickers has got a really good tool vest, eh? Lots of pockets. Yeah. A lo- lot of pockets. Lot plug. Of, lot of- plug. Yeah. But you know what? I've, I've actually I've actually taken a different approach with apprentices now. Now, usually every time I, I'm going to hire somebody, I'm usually like, when you, when we meet, I want to see your tools. Bring your tools because I need to look at them. Because I just I can tell that a lot by what kind of a person you're. Okay, Rob. Of... So now that you brought it up, yes, <laughs> and then I have something to say. Go ahead, Carlito. So, what is your choice of tools and color? Dun, da, da, dun, da, da, dun, oh, I'm, I'm Team Red. Team I'm t- Red. You can I'm tell Milwaukee. he's a Milwaukee I'm boy. Team Red. You yeah. can I knew tell it. He's yeah. a you know what? All my plumbing. He's in plumbing. Yeah. <laughs> I have plumbing tools. Milwaukee has the best, by but, far, the but best they, plumbing they, tools. I think they've always catered to to, to the plumbing mechanical. Trainer. Yeah, exactly. You knew it, eh? It, it, and, and he's right. Like to be honest, with you, when I was like a first year apprentice, man, that's when um, my first whole hog was, and that's where I learned very early on. Like you need to respect this tool. That's a serious tool. Serious tool. That tool will take your face off. Oh, when my <laughs> plumber, he got the latest one with the, the nine amp. Okay. It, the, it the almost whole... it almost twists my arm. I was like, dude, what is with this thing, man? Like, you didn't warn me about this thing. What's going on here, man? Picture that thing corded. Oh, 
Jesus, man. It had power. Like, Old it had buddy. power, man. So Picture that with a, a two and five eighths Milwaukee self-feed auger bit. When, when that thing grabs. jams, buddy, you bet. So the trick is, <laughs> the, the trick is to hit the trigger with the bit in and see which way it's going to catch. And the trick is which, which way you know it's going to catch. You put the handle against a stud. That way you're not pushing. You're just letting the drill do the work. Yeah. Oh, and that's when the mutter has to repair the pops. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. This is, this, is a, this is more of a new construction kind of environment type of thing. So, so yeah. I would say I'm a Team Red kind of dude, you know? I would say I, all the tools have their place. You I know? totally agree with that. You know, like DeWalt, I would probably say if I was a carpenter and I was building decks or framing, I'd probably be doing uh, DeWalt. Makita. <laughs> I probably do DeWalt. Their, their drills are so nice and small and light. It's like, this is really like easy to... I'm a Bosch guy. I like their drills. Okay. You're no, a Bosch. Bosch yeah. guy. I, you know what? I like Bosch's uh, spade bit. I use the their... De- devil, the, the, the devil bits. The uh, dirt devil, whatever. I, oh, what I, I guess just a regular spade bit, inch and yeah. one eighth. That's yeah. kind of one yeah. of my go-tos. You know, it's funny you say that because a lot of my extensions and like my for my spades... They're all from Bosch. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. They're, 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 they're chipping gun. My rotary drill, it's Bosch. Team Red or Bosch. I went with Bosch because I'm Every like, brand makes Hilti. great tools. All of them do. <laughs> all, all of them do. All of them do. All but them. like Carlito has said before, as long as the tool works for you as a tradesperson and it's making you money, that's just the reality. 100%. Know? We that's just have is, fun right? with this. We guys, just have fun. Yeah. Guys, I'm not, not going to lie. I, I can honestly tell you from a guy, I'm so glad in the era that I was born and the era that I started plumbing because I've been very fortunate to start plumbing when we were still using copper and all the subdivision homes that I started on wow, were, were okay. all copper. So, and, and I would say that was at the point where probably four, three, four years later, that's when we were making the transition into Kitech. We did our first subdiv- uh, first townhouse complex on King Street, which was all steel. They were prefabricated steel. That's when we started with Kitech. Let's get right into it. I l- prefer copper. I was fortunate enough to be invited to a manufacturer's facility. I won't say any names or anything like that. But yeah, they, they had a beautiful test wall. And I was in awe of this test wall. So on this wall, they had every imaginable copper and every imaginable plastic fitting pipe and everything like that and this test wall would show you exactly what the flow and pressure was for each one before even knowing any of this information i already knew that the interior diameter of copper was always greater than the exterior diameter of plastic and the flow was always greater so even though copper has better flow more volume we still do the plastic, right? Well, let's talk about that. All of our cities now are made of plastic. But like residential, all city residential custom homes, though. I'm big. You tell me, Rob, but I'm big on bringing in a three-quarter, if you can, even one inch into showers. One inch St- for sure. Standalone for showers and having that volume for the showers. You can take care of half inch for the rest of the fittings, right? Because you don't need the flow there. But for showers, I really want to see that massive amount of water coming into those showers because... My clients are asking for more than four or five heads in a shower. They need that volume. What are your thoughts on this? Ooh, you know what? I love these kind of conversations because they really like make you think and well, the it's ideas. All personal, right? Yeah, you know what? Like it's it's. I I would say you really got to look at the. I think every project's got to be looked at at his own individual project and what like you're saying. What the clients? Okay. What are their expectations? I'll give you. So I've got a 12 inch rain head. 
I've got three body sprays and I've got a hand shower and a shower. How are you fitting those out? So obviously you're doing a balanced loop for the the shot, the body sprays, right? Yeah. Yeah. What volume are you going to bring to the shower heads? I, um, my, my standard, every custom home that we do, my standard is three quarter inch right up to the shower, right up to the That's shower. That's just standard. Then you're going to split off into halves. Yeah. We'll go three, a three quarter inch right in, uh, and then split half inch into the shower control. Cause most of the shower controls, the, these are what the customers buy. They're half inch shower controls, the inlets. So that's what we'll go with. But Col- if they were three quarter, we would go three yeah, quarter. So, okay. So Kohler has a DTV three quarter setup. Okay, beautiful. Right. So you so bring in three quarter, you right can in. actually come out in three quarter. Beautiful. Then you're going three quarter to each fixture. I personally love making the pipe dance a few meters before it gets into the body sprays, specifically the body sprays. Okay. Because people want that volume hitting, right? I don't want it to look like a when limp you, dick. When you say dance, what does that actually mean? Oh, add more more length. So you bring that. You tell me, but add, because this is what I learned from that trip to that manufacturer. That there's a difference between. Listen, you're a licensed plumber. I'm not, but I just I read and I take a look and I get invited to these events and these other things and they show me. If you add one meter of extra three quarter after one a half inch and then that one meter goes right into the fixture, you're increasing the volume. I don't know what it is, but you are increasing the volume into that fixture. Really? By adding one meter of three quarter instead of going half inch directly into the fixture. I take that dance and I, I don't do one meter. I'll do two to three meters more. Okay. So when you're saying going into that fixture, are you taking the three quarter inch another two meters as you're saying, but are you hard capping it or are you bringing it back? I'm looping it and oh. bringing it back to the fixture. Okay. So I'm creating more volume and more pressure before it actually expels from the actual fixture. Interesting. And it does work. Interesting. It does work. This is a fact that it does work by adding. So it's more work. It's more material. Yeah. I prefer copper, but it does give you more volume, more floor, more pressure. Interesting. That is cool. I think while we're on this, one of the big things I see people failing with all the time is people will have an older home, a cookie cutter home. You know, there'll be half an inch lines typically. Yeah. In most of these Teed homes. off. Most people buy a big shower head, big rain shower head, thinking they're going to get this beautiful rain effect that what they don't know is that you have to have a one or three quarter inch line to those shower heads. What they also don't know, and you can correct me, Rob, they purposely block that shower head with air. A rain head is not about pressure falling. It's about droplets falling. That's a huge difference. People have a hard understanding about like clients specifically. They don't get it that I'm under the shower head and all I feel are like little droplets. I'm like kind of like a rain, you motherfucker. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. how it is, right? <laughs> yeah. So they purposely put air. When I'm talking about volume, I want to see an increase in volume in the hand shower and in body sprays. 100%. That's, that's critical for me because when people use body sprays, they use it at the end of the shower or in certain sexual situations. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. All of a sudden, Carlito woke up. Hi. <laughs> hey. And, and, they need, and they need that volume. They need that strength. So when I see a, 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 a shower head or a water tile or a body spray on a vertical application, you want it to shoot almost horizontally. You do not want it to dance, go down. Even aside from the whole being a lot less volume, when you start doing too much half inch when it comes to that, you actually, the, the, the heads actually almost come out with more piercing kind of pressure at times and it's instead of it being relaxing and having that volume like you're saying like there's an abundance of water it's more like air kind of pushing you with water behind it you know type of thing and you don't really want that with body sprays i'm loving all this 
else, man. Like this is okay. You, let me ask you, what is your favorite? Do you have a favorite regarding plumbing fixtures? Like who makes them? All I know is I'm, and I'm just gonna do this, and I don't give a shit because I've, I've actually said this to the company directly. I find it odd that Moen has a replacement part wall at Home Depot. Yeah. Okay. I find that odd. Like that you're selling a product and then you have replacement it's meant parts. To fail. It's meant to fail. When other companies, yeah, yeah, you said that, Cardito. <laughs> when other companies like Kohler, because I do like Kohler, right? That if something does fail or something does go wrong, you call them up and you give them the part number and they'll actually coordinate, they'll tell you the, the spec drawings and they'll tell you what O ring, what adapter, whatever, and they will ship it to you and you can replace it. Moen's, Moen's really good like that. I would probably say to most clients, if you're going to buy an inexpensive kind of plumbing product, I always say Moen or Delta. It's very easily accessible. You could go into a Home Depot. You can get the part if you're in a jam. Let's face it. It's about budget and being yeah, realistic with what you have. Not everybody has a high... Not a lot of people have money saved. And but have listen, money guys, guys, you know like what? That. Every manufacturer has good products and bad yes, products. Yes. Look, Kohler, love Kohler, love their look. If you're going to ask me about their toilets, some of their toilets... I don't know if I'm going to tell you I really like them. Whose I toilet do you like? You know what? There's so many good toilets. I don't know. I'm, I don't know. A Toto. You know, a Toto's good. It looks good. I don't know. I like American Standard. Remember, this is all personal opinion. Yeah, this is. Like, Everybody's different. So. No, you know, but I, you, you've installed X amount of toilets. So many different brands of toilets. You know what? I w what works for you? How about that question? What works for you? I would say I would say some of the totals are pretty good. Uh, American Standard's got some really cool toilets that that I re I really like. I don't know, even Kohler, they got some nice toilets. I don't really like some of their systems that they have designed with the toilets, but I think every manufacturer's got their flaws. You know, I, I don't know. It's really hard to to really say. You know what? I'm I'm American Standard and Kohler myself. Yeah, like what are you thinking about all these extremely luxurious toilets? These 20,000, 10,000. Oh, I'm not going to lie, that Kohler toilet uh, the that me. Yeah, that 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 toilet there is amazing. Like I'll tell you right now. <laughs> Did you see that? I, I'll tell you right are now. Are you ready like, to trade in why, your why is it amazing? Why is it amazing? Like, come on, look at the technology behind it's it. It's insane. Like, yeah, it is insane. It's insane that yeah. it looks that small. And it has all those features in it. Yeah, right? it's the, beautiful. Uh, yeah, I agree. I'm not going to lie. I'm not denying it. I'm not going to lie. When I'm in the market for a $10,000 toilet, <laughs> I'm going to buy one. You know, like but, I'm going to buy one. This, your guest washer. I've never taken come over any business and on a $10,000 like, toilet. Okay. I've never taken any okay. business on it. Okay, three, three guys here. It doesn't matter if there was girls or guys here. Most of my best thinking and best business <laughs> is done on the toilet. Why not? I half, swear. Half people my... say to me, why do you sit in your shit, bro? And I'm like, half... best time to think. No one bothers me. Yeah, it's relaxing. Me. Half of my social media posts happen on the toilet, yeah. man. Yeah. It's it could be you, very therapeutic. Time. Yeah, it's time, man. Yeah, you're here. sitting there anyways. Might as well make it like worse. You know, I'm, I'm going to pull a Manny. That's what? so shitty. <laughs> 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 no, but I, I've got to say that when they started introducing to the mainstream heated toilet seats, I fell in love, man. Yeah, I, yeah I, for sure. I'm sorry, but like the extra cost of a heated toilet seat in the wintertime, it just feels so fucking nice. I, I, I believe it and how it opens up at oh. nighttime. You don't have to worry about am I shooting <sighs> in the bowl? Am I missing? <laughs> like, come on, man. Wrong. Seriously. Bidet? Or toilet paper every day. <laughs> I um, I'm I'm not a bidet kind of guy. Like I, I yeah. I, I, 
I don't think I'll ever. Yeah, you know what it is? It is cleaner. Like it. You do admit to that. I like it. Is it. Oh, sure, it's sure it's cleaner. I sure, like it's it. cleaner. You know, I like it. Yeah, I love it. You know, it. but like, yeah, I don't know. I squeaky I think, clean. I think, baby. I think that's passe. Like, I, I think <laughs> but it's it, like, personal in North America. I think it's it's passe. Like when I was doing subdivision homes when I first started, but that was a luxury, eh? Oh, yeah. Like if you had a bidet in your major, buddy, we're or putting have both. Yeah, or just a rough-in. Holy shit, they got a rough-in for a bidet? <laughs> yeah. Like, wow. Yeah. I'll tell you, you know what, guys? I'm not going to lie. I really like the wall-mounted toilets. Do you really? Yeah, I like them. because I do not like them for one reason. Why? There is movement. There I is. I don't give a shit what you say, and I know that most of the companies have tested it with 300-pound people. There is movement. I don't care what you say, and you can never park those against just drywall. You can't. You and you put a bead of caulking or whatever. You just, it's gonna crack over time. One hundred percent. You put it against tile. You will crack that tile. There is movement, and there's no way to get around that fractional movement. And that's the number one reason why I don't like it. And I get it. It's smaller. It's more compact. It's closer in. It's for tighter. powder room. I think it, it makes, makes sense. sense. And, I think it's it easier makes... to clean. Underneath. Yeah, especially if you're a type of person that likes to have parties and stuff like that i think the powder room is really where i would have it if you asked me for my master ensuite it probably no. wouldn't be a wall a so wall you're hunt. saying it's good for powder rooms for i think guests. it's a, yeah yeah i think it's good no it just has a main bathroom especially if it's like a, a smaller home i think it makes sense it, it gives a lot of airiness to the powder room you know and it's easy to clean if you got kids if you got company over you just kind of get a mop go around it I, I even try and do that with all the wa toilet supplies, the water supply for the toilets. I always come out of the wall, clear up what, the space. What, what happened? Why were all the guys coming out of the floor with the toilet supplies? What was all I, that? Just I, pure laziness, man? No, you know, I, that's just the way we were taught, man. From like, the floor? Yeah. See, well, I don't I, like it we for were, waterproofing. Yeah. The whole oh, of purpose course. of waterproofing. Yeah. Of course. And, and to be honest with you, uh, that's how we were taught in subdivision homes. You come up through the floor, and it was a straightforward measurement. It was like six and six, or six and a half and six and a half. Time, well, right? now. You were doing copper back then, right? We were doing copper back and then. If that's on an outside wall, no one was using spray foam, <sighs> no. so it's gonna that's it's gonna be gonna a burst say. point, 100%, right? One hundred percent, one hundred percent. And to be honest with you, nowadays, whenever I go into renovations, that the toilet's usually the first thing I look for when we're having a conversation, like, "Hey guys, we're we're renovating this, but the toilet's staying." Right away, I already look at the toilet supply because most people don't look at the toilet supply until afterwards. How about if you get a certain kind of toilet skirted? You go and try and put it on. All of a sudden, the supply's there. It's in the way. Yeah, it's in the way. So that's the first thing that comes to my mind. Okay, like this toilet supply, try and keep it at nine and a half off the, the center or 10 inches. Because you don't know sometimes. Unless I, the, I, I like that a lot of companies, I think, I'm going to guess maybe six or seven years ago, started paying more attention to those uh, toilet supply lines. Yeah. And putting a little bit more love into them. Yeah. Which Dude, made sense to me. What really determines a good plumber for me is I'll bring in guys and they'll do plumbing. And when they leave, if they leave pecs hanging out the wall, I usually don't call them again. Yeah, but guys, I like copper. I, 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 got, I got one for you guys. Listen, you know what? Listen, I want to do copper coming out of the walls. I want to give everybody copper. I love it. But if I'm doing the whole house in pecs, I'm going to come out of the wall pecs. But remember, there's a difference. Some guys use coiled pecs. We don't use coiled pecs. The okay. day I started okay, Galaxy Plumbing, we don't use coiled packs. So you could buy coils of packs. They're 100 foot coils, 200 foot coils. We don't use them. What like are the, you using? We use straight lengths. That's all we use. You're using straight lengths? Yeah, straight lengths. That's all we order is straight lengths. From whom? Uh, from any plumbing supplier you can get them from. 
Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that that's either. All, that's all I use. You will never... The only time you'll catch me using a coil is if, like, say, we're like, hey, we're doing a cabana or we're running 200 feet then of a straight run. Okay. Yeah, it makes sense. We're not going to use 100 couplings. But if I'm doing a house, I only order 20-foot Are lengths. they male, female ended? No, just regular half inch, like like you'd buy a stick couplings, of copper. So it. you're saying yeah, they stay rigid? Rigid. Straight. Yes, 100%. Okay. And the beauty of them is... They, they have even more flexibility than a coil no. because they don't want to fight you. Wow. So if you're pulling a coil and you're pulling it out, what does it want to do? It wants to pull back. Yes. Yes. So for the life of that plastic, it wants to pull back. So you get a straight length. You can get that and twirl it around a hundred times. Well, so that's where I'll use a nice stick of rigid pecs, come out of the wall, and then I dress it up with a pipe, a rad snap. Or Beautiful, man. Yeah, man. Like, I'm told, totally, dude. <laughs> and I was leading to this. Yeah, of course. So my big thing is, and no one pays attention. I learned this earlier on in my years when I was putting in last week. No, <laughs> but I do it all the time. When people put a pedestals in, they never wrap it in chrome. Fake yeah, stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. So when I learned to put chrome packages on, I thought it was so beautiful. So amazing. I put it on every toilet. Yeah. Underneath where no one can see. And when the homeowners go by and they go, this guy put chrome on there? And Guys, I think those details, those small details, I think subconsciously when yes. you look at it, yes. you don't know it. You, finishes it. But if you looked at two different finishes yes. without knowing it, you would be like, there's something different here. Are you, Rob, are you, are you for or against the trim guys making the dance around the supply line? You know, I think it's cool. Yeah. I, I, I think it's awesome. I don't. Listen. Really? Listen. Yeah, I, don't. I think much. it's cool. I don't, I Listen, guys, I, there's two different ways of roughing in toilet supplies, like the water supplies. So my rule of thumb is if we're dealing with a custom home, we're doing high ceilings. I keep the water line at about four and three quarters, five inches off the rough floor. So that way I like it coming out of the flat portion of the baseboard. So when you put the discussion on, it sits flat against the flat portion because every trim has got a flat portion before it goes wavy. Yes. If you're doing shorter ceiling like an older house or a basement then you go high then you keep it at eight or nine because you're going to be in the drywall you're going to miss the but trim some, some manufacturers are recommending where you should put that angle supply right they have crosshairs for it yeah so they dictate where it's supposed to go right some of the toilets and then at that point when you're doing the rough in have they shown you the baseboard have they given you a piece of it so usually what i'll do is with the custom home builders i'll usually ask i'm like give me a, a, a what, what are you that. using that's a guy taking are, the initiative i'm like, are, eh? I'm like are, what kind of baseboard are you using are we raising the floor here Look at how that. much is it going to be these raised? are questions those that are typical critical plumber, details. i know but you know what most plumbers wouldn't ask that question those questions they most plumbers no he does so I love this stuff, though. Come on. So the it's truth is, is I love what you said. It's either in the middle of the baseboard or I like to have it up high, at nine inches. If you're at Manny's sites, he's already going to no, have eccentric. No, I read eccentric. the instructions, man. He's going to have eccentric baseboards and casings. But you know Everything's what? If be Manny Victorian. tells me that, like, I would go through with Manny. We would have a discussion. Like, Manny, what are we doing here? What do you want to see? How do you want it? What? And it should be but, that way. Of course it should no, be that way. But, but I'm, is it I'm, fair to say that that's not the norm, guys? You're right. Most plumbers just come in and they say, well, you never told me. What do you mean I never told you, bro? Like... Okay. Bye. You know what, guys? I don't want to start this conversation because I don't want to go there, but I would say there's a difference between guys that are coming in just to smash some plumbing together yeah. and some guys that are coming in there 
ultimately, like, I feel like when it comes one part of, uh, about being in business and, and being in the industry that we're in is I love consulting with people. Yeah. I love, I Beautiful. love the conversation. You're a real businessman. That's why yeah, you care. I love it. It's like, of course, you, have you know, pride. Like, I ultimately at the end of the day, I want you to be happy. Obviously nothing's ever perfect. You, we aim like the aim is hit the, hit the 99.9% hit it. You're an anomaly, right? That's just a fact. Because the reality is that I love trades that take as much pride in the work that they do behind the wall as they do outside of the wall regarding the finishing. That is rare. That's just a fact. So I love seeing electricians laser line their drill holes to run their fucking Beautiful. wires. Yeah, why I not? Love, I love that you're asking questions about certain details that are going to happen later on because you figured, I have to drill the hole anyway. I have to bring this pipe here anyway. So if you tell me that the crosshairs are going to be here or if they're going to be here, then I want to know where you of want course. it. Well, but why have the argument later? Yes. Why not have the conversation yes. now? Now, But getting back to PEX, we started with something at the beginning and then we kind of, we've been Moving great. Copper, I, lo okay. I, love what we're, I love what we're covering. I just really need to put this in, just yeah. kind of get it off my soul here. Yeah, yeah, let's um, do it. Most, let's do of, it. Let's most do it. of the cities now can change, and it's changed to PVC. Everything on our main streets is blue PVC, white PVC. Yeah. You know, everything's been changed and converted. No longer, there's some lead pipes still left here and there. Oh, 100%. There you know, is. some Come cast. On. Why put copper in your home now and spend that money? When you're getting, you're not getting any health benefits. Like if this was 50 years ago, I love copper. Don't get me wrong, Manny. I love copper for, for two reasons. Women need iron. Men need copper in their diets. Okay. It's a fact. Okay. If you, if you look into your health. Yeah. Copper is excellent for you, especially for men. Well, now we're pulling in all this fluoride through plastic pipes. We're not doing anything for ourselves. It's true. Another thing is that's really important is most guys can't solder. And especially large in commercial, they can't solder two inch pipe or inch and a half copper pipe. They burn everything with pecs. Any dummy can do it, but I'm not saying any dummy <laughs> should do it. Not should. Do I think it. I think that's I think that's the approach that a lot of uneducated I would call them uneducated kind of contractors have taken the approach. Like, why would I hire a professional plumber when I could do plumbing? It's it, the PEX has given everyone that idea like plumbing's kind of a joke. No one should touch plumbing or electrical. 100% or structural. No one should touch any trade. If you don't have a license, yeah, if you yeah. don't have any a license, trade. you're not certified and you any don't do it every trade. day, don't any touch trade. it. 100%. I would say, yeah, you're. I'm going to have to go with Manny. Yeah. I respect any your trade, trade completely. Any trade, any trade, and that also includes painting. I'm sorry to say. You're right. They're all professionals in my opinion, and don't think because you watch some stupid show or you read a blog that you can do it. There's you're right. a reason why these guys are good at it that's but all but I, I agree with yeah. you about the copper i do agree with you about the copper i just personally but, love the way it looks and Let's, i hate saying but because but always ends with bullshit when i see wall full of copper going oh. to a driveway oh. heated oh driveway oh my god to in floor heating i love it honestly i'm fully erected i saw same here <laughs> like i i got so excited like I would probably say, like, one thing I miss about copper, like, I love copper. It's almost like it was someone in our life and they're gone. But, you know, there's a lot of situations that we get in and in plumbing where I'm kind of like, I'm glad we have pecs because there's a lot of situations you're in some tight spots. Yeah. And you're like, 
God, I, I, you know, I don't want to catch this place on fire. There's dry wood everywhere. But one thing I, I miss about copper, about doing copper every day, it really made you have to think when you did a layout. When you were roughing yep. in, you had to visualize, how do I want to run my lines? Are we staying low so we can jump up, jump up? The trick is always jump up. So whenever you drain something, it always drains to the lowest point. You never jump down, right? So, and I feel like that's what really made plumbing craftsmen. You know, and you had that Master. element of- For guys like you, but when I'm doing a washroom and I open it up and they've cut all the tops of the floor joists out oh. and it's just copper across there, I'm like, Don't you love the it? fuck did you <laughs> just you do? love it? <laughs> yeah. I would say we do mostly packs nowadays. I, the only time you'll catch me doing copper is more commercial because it's all rated. High rise for, buildings. For, yeah, yeah high they rise, need to do it. Even like restaurants and stuff like that. And just the last restaurant we did in copper. Oh, I was on the fence, but I still went soldered. Uh, and when I was soldering, I was when I was putting everything together, I was thinking like, maybe I should have went press. They should have pressed all of this because, you know, when you're going fast and you're motoring fluxes all over your hands. And that's another thing. Flux is no good for you, man. It doesn't matter how many times you wipe it away. Oh, and yeah. And it's burning the smoke. Like, yeah. oh, you're just like engulfed in smoke and stuff. There's lots of things in construction that are not good for you, man. Yeah. It's true. Silica dust. There's a bunch of stuff. I was yeah. going to ask you, Rob. What are your thoughts on the heat recovery stack bullshit? You know bullshit. what, guys? Uh, okay, 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 <laughs> hold on. So I think I think that... For, for I, people listening, this is a three-inch pipe, waste pipe, that has a half-inch copper coiled around it. Uh, it's like three-quarter inch. Oh, so, three it's quarter. Quarter, so it's a three-quarter... So it's a copper and then a copper piece of like three-inch with yes. like three-quarter inch Correct. kind of coiled Square around tubing. it with three-quarter inch in and yeah. out. And it's, it's on a line that belongs to a shower somewhere. A main stack that's going to collect two showers or more. Yes. Or that's and, the ideal situation. And the theory is that as you're showering, the hot water is going down there and the heat from the hot water is being collected in the water that's Like a coiled. heat exchanger. But now most of the houses are on demand anyways. No, no, no. But this is just the hot water going down no, the waistline. What are your thoughts, Rob? So Okay. So I think, in my honest opinion, I think if you were building, like, say, something like a sixplex... And you were designing it nice. and you were designing a stack that was going to be designed. This stack is going to pick up six kitchens with dishwashers and possibly laundries. And you took all of those and you're talking like you just, sale rental unit. Who knows? It's going to be. But be here's the problem that we just had an architect and you were talking about the Ontario building code. So OBC, it's part of, you can get it in there for one bathroom. They're asking yes. for it to be in so one it, bathroom. In, in that sense there, I think it just kind of doesn't make a lot of sense. It I doesn't think, do I, anything. I, it doesn't do anything cash grab. a whole lot. I think it's a wasted because most guys aren't following the, the direction of how it should be used. Yes. So if say you were doing a mass of custom home and it had like you know eight bathrooms and you could pick up legitimately three, I would agree with you yeah, Rob, you're brilliant bathrooms, you're brilliant and dude. you insulated the lines sure. and you brought direct sure. lines I could see the concept you know or yes. radiant but, heat and then connect it somehow yeah, through yeah. there to, but I, I think that it should not be a part of the building code I think it's bullshit right. that it is part of the building code and I think that someone kissed someone's ass to get it into the yeah. building code and that's, that, and that's someone's ass that was being kissed 
was by the person who actually fabricates these things. Yeah, of course. So yeah. you can look it up yourselves and do the Google searches and find out. Big and scam. This is regarding Ontario and all this other crap. But that's why that's another reason why I don't like it. But I agree with you a thousand percent, Rob. That if you were smart about it and you catch Designed. three, four, five bathrooms, yeah, then it makes a lot of sense because then it actually serves its purpose. Because yeah, when you especially so the other thing as well too is. All the houses, uh, like everything we do now is uh, throttled down to like 120 degrees Fahrenheit. That was my next question So that's what I was going to gonna say. If we were basing this where we weren't using mixing valves. I and fucking hate mixing heat, valves. The heat that comes out of that hot water, the transfer that you would get off of that, that coil would be massive. Would be great. Yeah, massive. What are your thoughts on mixing valves? I understand the the, the principle behind it how No one has common sense anymore. Well, the thing is you've got a hot water tank that's at such a hot temperature, it's creating certain types of bacteria. Listen bullshit. guys, listen you go guys. Ahead and talk For about me, it. to me, I'm not going to say yay, nay, hey. I'm going to tell you that things like that, I love it because things like that keep us in business. <laughs> so I'm not going to sit here and be like this, that. Hey, man, like, you know what? Ultimately, You're honest. I love it. Yeah, exactly. Like, buddy. Like, it's I'll tell true. You, yeah, buddy, it's that, true. That keeps Let, let's face it. It doesn't matter what we say here. People continue doing it, and it, we're not going to change that end of the industry. It's, it, it, it's going to stay that way for now. The thing is that you don't even need a mixing valve because it's like mo like in a situation with a tankless, you're not you're not getting even getting into that. But you don't need a mixing valve because also most of the times I'm always recommending or actually I'm just purposely putting thermostatic valves at that point. Yeah, that's what I was gonna. My so next a thermostatic thing. valve is gonna prevent you from scolding, right? Yes. So that's the purpose of a mixing valve. So why are we redundancy here? This is I bullshit. Think, I think that's the corporations not getting sued for yes. some stupid person yeah, trying but guys, to uh, my, sue them. My biggest question though. My biggest thing, I'm mixing valves in this whole thing, so don't even get me started. Guys like well, us... Oh, we want to get you started. Okay, so guys like us have to obey these rules and have to do all this stuff. Why is it that big companies, as in uh, the companies that you hear the big fancy commercials, hey, we install hot water tanks for like, you know, $99 or $300, $349, supply and install. Every job that I've done, you see them on our, uh, my Instagram, they don't have mixing valves, so I'm like... I don't even know. Am I allowed to say their names on here? Like, like, so we don't get sued possibly? <laughs> uh, no, don't say the names. Yeah, we, we're not we going to say their names. So those companies there, I can tell you numerous times that I've walked into homes with brand new uh, installed hot water tanks. There's no mix mixing valves. So I was like, what would happen if this young child or this person got scalded? Who do they call? Are they going to call this company and say, hey, guess what? My kid got so This company's going to be like, that's great. I'm really sorry to hear that. What's this person really going to do? But a guy like me from Galaxy <laughs> Plumbing, they're gonna they're gonna call me, yes. and there's gonna be a major we're lawsuit. gonna have a major lawsuit here, yeah. right? Puts you out of business. Yeah, or it makes my name bad. Yeah. But those companies there, it's, it's, I, I don't oh, know. Oh, don't it's, worry. So you, you it gotta, doesn't you, matter how good you are. Someone will always try to sink you. There's always some kind of crap talk going on, and I comes mostly from my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, guys, guys. One thing, I, one thing I've learned is, especially in business, you can't please everybody. You can try your best. A lot of people keep telling me, "Oh, you know, I'm going to get water and demand," and I always say to them, "Listen, do me a favor. No, nope. get yourself a small water boiler. I don't care if it's a 30 tank or a 50. At least get something for backup. It doesn't have to be on." 
If that system ever goes down and you don't have water for hot water for six weeks, at least you have another source of Rob, water. Do you like? There's a bunch of like these units all have these different names. So there's hot water tanks that are used. They Tankless, store water. Instant, there's a, there's a hot water whatever. on demand, which it only it only fires when there's flow. So those are tankless, and then there's boilers. So boilers are usually only used as a heat source. So and then anytime you, you need to, to to use that heat source, you're usually going to use an indirect hot water tank yeah. to store that heat. I would say generally, I'm a hot water tank kind of guy. I believe Me in hot too. water tanks, but there. I'm a hot water tank so, guy too. But that's for a standard. If we're talking like a standard three, like a three washroom, four washroom house, I'm going to be hot water tank all day. If we're talking, say, a cottage, maybe a townhouse. You know, we're talking maybe one bathroom, two bathrooms in a. Then you know what? A tankless could work in that situation there, especially if you're working with a cottage. You don't want to have a hot water tank. Have you tank found there. a tankless system you know that what, doesn't have any cold spurts in it? Oof. You can put yet, a blanket around it. I have yet it. to speak to a manufacturer to confidently tell me okay. that their tankless system will not give you a cold spot. I am so glad you mentioned that because that was totally going to slip my mind about this conversation. So here in North America, that's another reason why I would go a uh, hot water tank over a tankless uh, hot water reason. demand is because our water is so frigid cold in the winter for the amount of heat and energy that that tankless has got to work and fire at that rate to heat up that water. Exactly. How much energy are you really saving? Exactly. Right. And this comes from Galaxy. I'm so glad you brought that up because I totally slipped my mind here in North America. Love, that's I love walking around to all the trade shows and I, I love seeing all the tankless systems. They're fucking like beautiful cars. Yeah, they're so cool. They're so good looking. They're great and everything like that. But then I just go up to the salespeople. I go, prove to me that you will not get a cold Water spot. tanks. Okay. Uh, you can't. Oh, you can't. Well, we can put a little reservoir and you can have the reservoir and it can cut. No, no. But then you're going to get my client who's going to take a shower using all of her body sprays and she's going to get a cold spray and she's going to freak out and call me up. Every scenario and every installation, I think ultimately you have to look at every installation as a personal thing. Yes. What does this customer want? What yes. do you want out of this? It's almost like when you get into like a, a, a like a Mercedes or BMW, it's like, are you buying just a regular series or do you want performance? Are you the M guy- series. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Do you want performance <laughs> out of it, right? <laughs> so, so yeah, I love these conversations. I'm so amped. <laughs> so I got a serious question. This one is a They're big- They're all serious questions. This is a big one in the industry. So many amateurs are doing this wrong. What is it? What? It's non-stop. What? what? We see it in every What? What is better? First of all, it's going to be like a three question. Three partner? Three partner, okay? <laughs> okay. What's better, wax or rubber rings? So if you're going to ask me, if it's a new install, you'll never catch Galaxy Plumbing using wax ever. Thank if you. it's a brand new install, like if we're doing like brand new renovation, brand new- Doesn't custom, matter that the floors are not heated? No, no that, never. That was never. part of part would two. Would never ever use wax, never. The only time you would catch us using wax, there's a time, there's a place for wax. If you're Emergency dealing, job. I would probably say a Amateur wax- Amateur job? No. So I would say a wax, you're gonna, you're, we're gonna be using a wax as if say you walk into a Toronto home, you pull the toilet off, because when you pull the toilet off in older homes, you're always like, that anxiety's kicking, it's like, what's underneath the Crack, toilet? copper, brass. 
cast, cast iron, yeah. something like that. The plywood's rotted, and you're like, like, what are we going to do here? That's when you're going to want to use wax because you're going to want to place that toilet down. There's not a whole lot that you can really it's crank the bolts, and then you're going to really have to be careful with it. But if we're talking brand-new plywood, flange, everything— we're going black. It has to be black rubber gasket. Rob, I have and so you much e- respect for and you. And you could even double them up. Everyone's like, oh, my God. You double up your gaskets? Like, <laughs> yeah? How, how about you We're put, kind of subdivision, how, man. How like, that's the, why, like, come on. How about the flange should be a quarter inch above the tile? No. 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 It should always be your goal is to aim for flush or a quarter inch below the tile. I was always taught over. No, see, no. I'm going to... Okay, th- I know. This is what you plumbers want. But technically speaking, if you look it up, the flange should be... The bottom of the flange should be at the top of your finished floor. Yeah, of course. That's I- your ideal goal. That's the ideal goal. Yeah. So when you're installing, you should already know what your finished floor should be, the height. So that will dictate the bottom of the flange will be on the top of the finished flooring. Most plumbers want it to be flush because you can always add a second gasket if you wanted to or add a filler, half and the, inch, and, and quarter inch. So that's your ideal goal. So whenever we rough in custom homes, generally because it's a custom home, um, I'm going to get, I want to touch upon custom homes after because we're going to have sure, some fun with go this. Ahead. I would say that generally we'll all usually always put in, as I saw you do once before, I was like, see, Manny knows. I'll generally, <laughs> I'll generally use a piece of half inch plywood yes. and I'll, I'll whole saw it. Put my flange on it, cut around it. Or and how about don't you, put a flange in, just leave the tube or, and put the flange in after. No, no, no. You no, need no. solid material yeah, around there. Yeah. Because no, but I'm saying you could have the Schluter already on there and then you could be dropping it over top of that and then when the tile so, No, and, no, I want it right to the plywood. I want it right to the plywood. Generally, I, generally plywood. I don't mind adding a gasket. Like when you know I was taught that way, so I'm I'm more than confident to have a three-quarter inch gasket and a half on top of it. And then put it on. You'll never have it a won't cover. leak. It's well, got never. the neoprene. It's got the neoprene on it. It oh, won't leak. Oh, buddy, when you squash those I, together, I know. I know. oh, they'll never leak. What about uh, universal uh, scushion plates? I mean, uh, flanges. For, the universal ones that you could put on top to raise them up. Those, I, are, those are the flanges. Those uh, are the uh, flange extension kits. Yeah. I don't. What do you gen- think of them? I don't use them. Okay. I don't. Is there do, a reason why? Um, because I don't need to. If if I gotta if I gotta put like say two gaskets and stack them, I'm I'm fine with that. But he already is asking those questions at the beginning where is the finished flooring where exactly do you want the height of it what toilet is being used yeah there's only ever been one toilet that i actually did that whole thing where i put the 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 toilet flange exactly where it was supposed to be and there was only one toilet and i noticed that there was a small little defect in the fucking porcelain and i literally just took a grinder to it and it it sat properly but yeah in in all fairness like because i've been told by other plumbers if it would have been flush it would have been perfectly fine okay you know what i mean but Here's, i grinded i so i can easily say i took a grinder to a but you've been you grind everything toilet. yeah but guys honestly i i don't i don't really but i don't grinder <laughs> i would say i don't really worry too much about the whole toilet with the flanges and the only time you really got to be worried about that stuff is if you're doing a 5 million dollar it doesn't have to be a $5 million. I shouldn't even say that. If you're doing, say, a job and we're, and we're doing radiant in-floor heating with a, with a pour, then, okay, we got to be concerned about the flange. But if you're doing general, hey, we're doing scratch coat and, and general tiles. Scratch coat. Yeah, or, or Detra, <laughs> you know, and, and, and the flange is a bit lower, like a quarter inch lower. It's like, okay, put a gasket, call it a day. Just, just so for the record, me and Rob have worked together before. 
and he did an amazing job. Thank you. Bulletproof. We did a high-end condo, and he came in, and we put stand-up showers in the condo, and the condo owner, the building management came in and took a look at our work. They wouldn't allow anything just to happen. They said, this is an unbelievable job. We were the only people in that building that had Schluter. And you and you worked with it like a, a champion. Most, yeah. most plumbers would most plumbers work with Schluter in residential, but in a residential high rise, you by far Thank killed you. it. Did man. you Thank did you, you also do a Schluter shower chairs, right? Yeah, we did a drain. Yeah. 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 Nice. So it came out beautiful. One thing, Two of them. One thing I wanted to say is with that project there, that that growy shower kit, like that, I would probably say if you're going to see Rob get angry or aggressive, I can honestly tell you, maybe because I'm not good with growy, so not Hans growy, because I actually really like Hans growy. I think it's actually a solid product. Uh, I was about to say, I growy, love Hans growy. I can legitimately tell you, it makes me angry and I hate their product. Other than other than their eye box, I think the eye box is genius. The plastic and the fact that I literally have to be the engineer of your product. I'm the plumber. I didn't engineer it. So why are you giving me a book with exclamation marks with 30 pieces of plastic? We had some fun, huh? Yeah, that we one there. We had some fun. And that, that was not an easy job. No normal contractor I blew, plumber I honestly legitimately off. blew my brains out over that because it was an exposed shower valve and it came with these threaded nipples. Oh, talk so to I, me. So I blew my brains out over... Really? This is how they give it to you as a rough assembly? It was an exposed shower valve. So we came out with two wingback 90s with nipples and then everything goes on over on the finished yeah, finish wall. Yeah. So the threaded adapters to put this thing together, when I put them together, I was threading them in with Teflon. I'm like, they're not tightening. They just bought them out. And I was like, I was telling Carlito, I'm like, buddy, like, this is crazy. I've never... With Teflon Yeah, but you know what? Oh, yeah. He handled it like a professional. He never left me hanging. And he did everything in his power to make did it happen. Did you figure he it out, out on your own? I did. I actually had to go to Growy. And I had to go to Gray and I was actually livid with them. So I, I, I told them, so you think it's okay that a customer spends $2,500 on a shower kit and now the plumber's got to figure out that you need a special, it might as well have been horse hair that, to, to do the threads. We need, a, it was a special product from, oh my God, they made Thread Locker. It was a special oh, you product. you mean that Loctite Loctite. The Are same manufacturer. No, but it wasn't that. Okay. It was the same, it was the same brand from Loctite, but it was, you can only buy it in Germany. Okay. I swear to God. <laughs> I pictured t Rob at the airport. But, uh, one ticket to honestly, Germany. <laughs> high end customer. It was one of my really best customers. High end customer, so, like this guy had no budget. Well, he did, but they but, always say that. About but hold on, the twenty five hundred dollar bill. But, but the craziest part, though, the thing that made me the most un, uh, like very, very insecure was this is a condo on the twentieth story or something. If these nipples are leaking behind the wall, we're never gonna know until someone figures it out. And this water is live twenty four seven. Never had a problem. Yeah. Never had a problem. Okay, oh. so two galaxy two, plumbing. Two questions. <laughs> two questions. What was Growy's response to this? Well, Growy's was uh, we're we're working on it. Oh, so this is an in progress kind of situation. Thanks. So they're like, you're telling me I had to spend my own personal time to come to your head office to for you to give me a Ziploc bag with this special product. So you're telling me this shouldn't come in the Ziploc bag. 
wound up saying, hey, you need to use this for the threads because they're a running nipple. Okay, second question. Why are they called nipples? I don't know, but I like it. I don't know. <laughs> Why are, that is there, a good question. There is a lot of uh, sexual kind of You're connotations right. in plumbing. You can take other trades, trim, carpentry, mechanical, and everything like that. Mechanical still has nipples, too. Trim. trim. Okay. Carpentry. <laughs> the pipe. <laughs> but in plumbing, there is a lot of phallic ha, yeah. nipple. Female male. Female, female male. male. There's a lot of that. Why? Because Why? And then at the beginning of the show... Plumbers are the most promiscuous ones out there. <laughs> and maybe that's why that is. Okay. God so, damn it. Because we don't have a lot of time. I want to get oh, in as much no. as I can with you. We have plenty Honestly, of time. Okay. We have plenty Rob, of time. I, I got a lot of questions. Uh, Rob, you're brilliant, man. I love it. Oh, yeah. Thanks, brother. Uh, I, I, I so tried, here's, here's another amateur move I want to talk about. I'm bringing up all the shit I see all yeah, the time. Yeah, bring it, man. Who Hit me with it. fuck silicones the bottom of a toilet all the way around or even... Like, I mean, I understand a little bit in the front, but in the back, what's your thought? Okay, so I, um, I can tell you, <laughs> I can tell you, I don't silicone toilets typically. I'm a big person. I always shim from the back. Well, everyone should always shim a toilet rubber, from the back. Rubber shims? Uh, no, I use, uh, my trick is, is solder. I use lead-free solder. I'll round it a little bit around the back. Interesting. And then I'll just put it underneath, and then as I'm snugging it up and... I've never had a problem. I, they hang on a second. Explain it. that to me. You're using lead-free solder. Solder to as a shim? As a shim. Because most toilets always have the, the... Once you shim them from the back, it pivots it forward. Yeah. As soon as you get that, you're done. Yeah, the porcelain's yeah. never I didn't perfect. Know yeah. that. The porcelain's Porcel never that's perfect. How because I do it's it. baked, dude. But, but that's yeah. how yeah. I do it. That's how no, I that's do a it. great trick. That's so, how I do it. But you don't prefer to silicone it? The only time you'll ever catch me siliconing a toilet is if, like I said, if we're dealing with an old subfloor, an old toilet flange, it's a little kind of wonky, a little iffy, and you can't overcrank it. Once you test it, you know it's solid. I got to give it the silicone, uh, clean I've, it up. I've noticed that I've needed to use silicone when it's mostly mosaic finish flooring. I never use it. I'm just saying because mosaic is not absolutely perfect regarding First of all, flat. molds. Silicone molds, man. So no, you're just going to have a no, place for it to grow. Affix. Look at some of the new Affix well, plug. I know plug, you guys got to get on the translucent. The translucent Which silicone. Which brand? Masters, that's what that's what I use. Oh, you're using Masters. Masters translucent. Is it good? I think it's amazing because you can't see it. it Is it really translucent? Because I had the shower glass guys going. I got this new one from. Uh... Try it one day. Try really? One day. You know what? If you want, I got my. No, I got... no, I know Ralph at Masters. Okay, I can give him I a got, call. I got so another give, him, give Ralph a call. <laughs> I got Ralph. I got another plug tell, for you. Tell Ralph. Uh, hook Ralph <laughs> I'll, up I'll, with say, some I'll say. Rob just mentioned something, and we mentioned it on the podcast. <laughs> Send us over a case of Masters. Yeah, right? um, translucent. Uh, another plug. I went to. I go to Noble and I buy these rubber shims. They're actual soft rubber. They're made for toilets. You stick them in. Once you get that wave out or the or the teeter totter, you just cut them but away always and from they the back, disappear. Right? Always from the back. That depends. You can actually put them in not to see them. I think we should move on from the silicone. Sounds like a dangerous area. Yeah, it's a dangerous area. It's a touchy thing. But I, listen, I, every guy from time to time, you're gonna silicone a toilet because listen, if you have a customer, like I said, with a the plywood's old, it's a little bit wonky, and you have a person that's a little bit heavier set. Let me tell you, callbacks cost money. They okay. Do. They cost money. And remember one thing, if that toilet even has a slight wobble, as soon as you get a person on it, it starts to slightly move. Guess what's going to happen? It's going to leak. So once you know that toilet's rock solid, you get a little silicone, this and that. When that toilet sits and it's solid, 
it's never going to move and it's never going to leak. I agree with him. But I'm, I'm I like gonna... when people agree with me. Yay! <laughs> hey, listen, I, I want to go through all the, the pros and cons that I've run into with go, plumbers. Go, roll them out. Yes. One of my biggest pet peeves, okay? Plumbers come in and they throw their reciprocating saw and their chisels, their wrenches right on the brand new hardwood floor, man. No, who does who that? Does that? Oh, I've, I've never seen, seen that. that. I've, I've seen I've this. never seen that. So, so you know what? That, you know, those are those are guys that have not been taught properly. And even on Instagram, sometimes people take pictures of like, hey, check out my new sink or my phone. I'm like, dude, why would you post that? Like, there's a fucking drill right on this person's <laughs> countertop. Thank like, you. Why would you do that? Well, and, and if I saw one of my apprentices do that, I'm like, listen, we're going to go inside right now. I'm like, don't let me. I'm I'll beat the shit so, out of you. Yeah, so, 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 so Rob, let me see you just that. so you know what I'm doing here is that me and Manny are making exercises here for people. We'll say things that we already know, but we'll pretend we don't sometimes. It's yes. about bettering everyone in this industry. Of course. We're here to help everybody and of give course. them options. These are hints, nudge, nudge, hint, hint. Bring some plywood, get a moving blanket. Something like, like Roll. respect the next trade. Respect the next trade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we, I'm, we, I'm we had a whole trademarked. segment on. We had the whole <laughs> podcast on. You know what? I, I think most really good plumbers out there, I, I really want, like, I know, like, all the good plumbers that I follow on Instagram that I consider my friends, all of them are using drop sheets. We're using, Roll like, them off, Rob. No, tell, tell, tell us who. Who should we should be following? I would say 100%. You guys need to follow Flush Inc. Yes. I love fucking Mr. Costa. Costa? I, yeah, I love Flush Inc. Yeah. Uh, Brian from Target. Yes. Um, I would I'm say. I'm following both. Yeah, Brian. I, I actually met Brian through um, through Instagram. There's another guy. I've actually encouraged him. He needs to get on Instagram because his work. He messaged me off of Instagram on this install. I did. He's like, dude, what the fuck is that? On this install that he did, sorry, sorry. He's loud, dude. So anyways, don't worry. Um, there's, there's, a, there's a bunch of guys, man. Like, there's, there's a bunch of guys on, on Instagram that are awesome plumbers. <laughs> but I, I, I would say that those are, those are two guys that yeah, I they're, could... they're solid work, like yourself. Well, they're okay. solid work. Yeah, a lot so, of pride. Is there a lot of pride in plumbing? Like, is there a lot of guys that just love the shit? Like, love the plumbing? Yeah, man, for sure. I find plumbers are very passionate. Listen, I want to tell Back you something to about infidelity. Rob. I want to tell you something about <laughs> Rob. So I'm at a store and I'm buying some high-end toilets and I'm getting some of my my, my little things. Was the store called Art Me Naughty? No. And <laughs> and I look over and some dude's staring at me and I'm like, fuck's that guy looking at? It happened to be you. Do you remember this when we first met? Oh my god, that was an H2O. That's right. I was like, oh my god. I was like, Anyways, I was like. Yeah, it's, my dreams were crushed because I legitimately thought when I saw him, I'm like, oh my god, this is the break. This is the break that I've been waiting for. <laughs> and I the Mike Holmes show. <laughs> you know, what? Well, how like, long ago was this? Oh, this was just when he when he pretty much started. On his yeah, own. yeah, this yeah. was like. Oh wait, so you were still on the show? I was still on the show. Yeah, he uh, was. No, no, so I you... wasn't. I wasn't on the show anymore. We were doing Make It Right Construction. Got it. It was the real construction division to the he, show. He literally looked at me like he was like, "Yeah, nice to meet you. You're a peasant." And uh, no, and I was, no, <laughs> no, 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 you did not do that. No, no, I never think that. No, no, he was really, I'm a really humble. I've been a glorified laborer. I don't want anyone ever thinking that I'm on the tools. You are. I on just, the tools. I just Shit. finished you a twelve-hour shift. I could continue working. I'm working for free here to to better the. I never would have thought that ever. This is not work. I know you did. We, I'm just this joking. isn't work. Yes. 
This so, is not work. This is fun. Yeah. This, this is, is fun. like, I don't but, know. but I met you and, and what I was leading to is that you were really passionate already. I saw it in your eyes and right away he was like, Hey man, you need a plumber? <laughs> Give me a And you know what? We work together. It just yeah. happened to be my business went in a different direction yeah, right now. Yeah, yeah. But it, we're just falling back into place again. And to be honest with you guys, like I know we're, we're running short of time. That's why I kind of wanted to address this. Like, guys, like I, I love plumbing. I love construction. I love all this stuff. But like, I think right now in the direction that I think Galaxy Plumbing's moving in, like, I, we're not really taking on any custom homes anymore unless it's for like say a, a client that we've worked with before or a contractor that I feel really confident with. We're just not really getting into that. Like I'm more of like, I like renovations more. I think the timelines are a lot shorter. We're like six months. We're not like a year and a Wait half. Wait a second, a year. are you doing renovations now? Uh, we do everything, but I think ultimately is where I'm, I'm going to be gearing Galaxy Plumbing and I'm, I'm picking the lane and I'm going to stick in it for, for a while now is, is really my, my goal is to be the, the largest in-home service provider uh, in, in the GTA for plumbing. You know, I want to be right up there with I Mr. Totally Rooter, Rotor Rooter. I, like, I want totally to be up that. there. Like, in my, I, I'm just looking at it more of a business kind of decision I have to make. When it comes to construction, I think, you know, once I have a bigger crew of guys that want to do the whole construction bit, it doesn't take much for me to introduce myself to you guys and say, hey, guys, Rob. You know, I would love to meet you. Can we at least, you know, share a conversation? And then, you know, give me a call. I would love to sit down with you and go over some stuff. Right? That's all it really takes. You're mostly going to focus on residential re renovations? I would probably say residential renovations and I would say in-home service plumbing. Like we're talking drains, anything like... Something you know, that happens. Yeah, anything happens. Like anything catastrophic, you know, just general stuff. No waterproofing? Uh, waterproofing, no. nah. A lot that, of plumbers do it Yeah, they, Yeah, they do the whole waterproof, but most of it's sub-dell kind of thing, you know, but I, I think I... The, you're already doing sub-pits and you're, yeah, you know... Yeah, the sub-pits, but... Backfill preventers. I'm going to tell you what I see for my future is that because I think when it comes to service, I think that it's the wave of the future, and I feel like whether at any point, if we hit any downturn in the economy, that construction will stop, it can slow down, it can do this. One thing, once you build a clientele with service, you're always going to have that client recession proof it's recession proof yeah. and i'll never forget that center page ad that i it wasn't even an ad it was something in my union magazine i probably saw a long time ago i don't even read those union magazines but i flipped it open one day and it was like the whole page was this one guy and there was like a shop and there was must have been like 20 30 trucks lining the shop with like guys and for some reason, it just did something to me. I was just like, this was the guy that was working through the worst downturn and others since the, the American Depression. And they were working. And I was, yeah. it just did something for me. And I was just like, ever since then, I'm just, I could still see it, you know? If you weren't plumbing, what would you be doing? What other trade would you be doing? Oh, Next man. to stripping. You know, I'll, I'll, tell, I'll tell you right <laughs> now. Okay, so if I wasn't doing plumbing, I always joke around with my good friend Oris from uh, BlackRock Black HVAC. Rock. I would be an HVAC guy. Really? Yeah, and the reason why I say that, I don't want to make everything about monetary stuff. I love... So the reason why me and Oris met is because I love hydronics. It, it gets me excited. Like boilers, pipe everywhere, heating. Like, That's HVAC. Lance. Yeah, like it excites me. And I think there's a lot of science behind it. It's, it's great.
So I'd probably say HVAC, and I'm not going to lie, there's a lot of money in HVAC. Yeah, there is. A lot of money in HVAC. <laughs> hey, did you know that you need a HEPA filter okay. with your furnace? <laughs> did you know this? <laughs> what are your thoughts on the fin, the Upinor fin? I think it's a wicked product. Yeah. I, I think they still got to do a little bit more uh, work on it, but I think it's a beautiful Something product. Something to do, you mean like with the Wi-Fi, like the app enabling? I think in the sense of it really thoroughly like starting to read your water and how, how the flow... Because I, I think in a catastrophic failure, I don't think it's going to be that in tune that it within, you know, a minute. You don't think so? I don't think so. No? I don't think so. I'm, I think the rating on it might, I shouldn't say that because I don't know 100%, but in a catastrophic failure, I don't think it's that inclined that it would shut your water down. Have in, you done a few of them? We have, yeah. Yeah. I actually, I'm actually uh, just got a brand new one today that I'm going to be installing next week. I think it's a gorgeous unit. It works great. I think it's very intuitive. I think it's awesome that if you're leaving, you just you go know about this, right? Very pretentious. <laughs> no, 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 no. But you know about this, right? I don't. The fin. I don't. It's a leak protection device. So on your main supply line coming into your house. So it, what's the smallest pinhole that it could actually detect if there's a, cha- a change in the pressure? Those are the fine, fine details. They're still trying to figure they're out. They're starting to f- figure I, that I, out. So now future- is it a computer? That water it's goes through? It's pretty well a brain for, yes. for your water. Yes, yes. And it would be in your main... Is it, is it off your water tank? Yeah. Off your off your main line coming in. Okay. Yeah. After the water meter, that's where we would. But install don't worry, it. Carly. You and I, and probably we'll box. get Rob it's involved. Little... We'll get we'll get flush involved. We're gonna. I've seen it, but we're I gonna get a chance to play with it. Yeah. So for we sure. can talk about it. These right? are all personal opinions. You know, these are just different experiences. One thing I gotta hate about plumbers. <laughs> Dirty, Their attitude dirty sucks. Dirty fucking hands, man. <laughs> these guys are touching. I just painted a fucking wall, and there's wax on the wall. They're, they're grabbing my door handles. I'm not saying you, Rob. No, I'm no, talking no, about I get guys it. out there, <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, they're totally. not wearing rubber gloves. And then I watched the guy, after he just put a dirty toilet in, or took a dirty toilet out, he eats a sandwich with his fucking raw hand. It's beautiful. It's and I'm beautiful. like, is that a shit sandwich, bro? It's beautiful. It's beautiful. <laughs> you know what, man? Honestly, uh, you know what? It's 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 so funny. Like I almost like I, a lot of plumbers out there. Like their attitudes. Some of them, they just they need an attitude adjustment. You know, with with how they kind of handle themselves, how they kind of go about things. Well, that's but, getting that's getting that, to what Carlito wants to start asking you. But now. that's their own thing, guys. I'm I'm an open book. I'm probably one guy. Which like is I said, what you should be. I, yeah, no, I, I kind of say what's on my mind, and that's even what I told, when we met and we did business together. There was no bullshit. No. You called it how it was, and you told me how it was. There was no tippy-toeing or fucking putting me in the wrong direction. And listen, ask Carlito. Like, listen, like, listen, guys, I love to help people. i probably say that's one of the, the coolest parts about being in business. I don't know. Even when I'm overwhelmed and I'm busy as hell, like even with that project there, if someone's in need and they're like, Rob, like, can you just... You know, I'm like, I want to help people. You know, I just love, like, if there's anything I can answer, is there anything, like, I can give you some insight to? I just, I love it. I think it's great. If you had a choice to change anything in construction, doesn't matter if it's in construction or plumbing, what would it be? (sighs) Oh, man. Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) In construction, in what sense, though, in construction? If you had the power, I guess, to change something in construction, doesn't matter what it is. You just can snap your fingers and do that. What would it be right now? Okay, so what I would say is uh, telling all the trades guys out there, the guys that love what they do, the guys that are passionate, the guys that go home at night and think about like, fuck, 
you know, if you could have did something better, it's on your mind. Like, you know what, next time or this, I'm going to do that better. Or I could have did this better. Those guys there, like, know your worth. Know your worth, you know, just, I don't know. I, I would say know your worth, man. Have confidence in yourself and what you bring to the table, the value that you bring. And, and don't be afraid to, to, to charge for, for your worth, you know. I feel like the conversations I have with some of my buddies that I was mentioning, like, they feel like their attitude is like, we're like stealing money from people. It's like you charge yeah. people for that. You're like you charge. Wait, wait a second. You're not the first plumber to say that. You know that. How about this? really? How about they'll pay all kinds of money for architects, engineers, designers, but they'll, but they'll question technical, him. technical, smart programs, and then us on the tools taking in toxic fumes, chemicals through our hands, through our body, through our. But nose. hang on a sec. Let me stop you right then and there. In today's day and age. We are smart enough to yes. know better, and yes. there are tools and techniques and products out there to be better. Yes. It's just we're lazy and we're stupid, and we don't want to. There are gloves that we can wear. There are masks that we can wear. There are goggles that we can wear. There are vacuums that are attached to pretty much every fucking kind of tool, tool out there. Yeah. It's just we're not being smart about it. So, yes, we are in a hazardous trade career environment, but they are doing things to make this career better. But, but even more important... And we've heard this a few times. We've said this a few times. We all need to stick together and say no. One million percent. If we don't start to stand up for each other so that we have respect for the guys that are honest, that pay their WSIB, that pay their insurance, that take their, the proper safety programs, that give their guys pensions. And and that's what I, I truly believe in. And, and that's something how... Uh, like. Galaxy Plumbing is going to be built on. It's like, I don't want my guys to work for $25 an hour. You know, like I want my guys to get paid 40 bucks an hour, 45 bucks an hour. They should. They should get paid. But in this they should day also age, produce for that too. Of course. For both of, the of homeowner gonna, and for of you. Of course. But if you have quality people that, you know, hold themselves accountable, people that like love what they do, people like that are truly passionate and want to be the best at their craft, those people deserve to, to get paid for it. And, yeah. and, and it's a respectable trade. It's like without these <laughs> trades, it's like you'd be living in unsanitary conditions. Yes. You know, and, and that's why I tell a lot of guys, know your worth. And I think it's like, I don't know, I, I, ultimately, I think it's like having belief in, in yourself. You know, and I think a lot of guys lack that. And I feel like that's where I, sh I come in. I try and kick these guys. I'm like, guys, I'm like almost like your cheerleader. Come on. Like, if, like, let's go, man. Like, I think one of the things that all plumbers should work on across the board, it's, it's general across the board with any trade, but typically plumbers is take your garbage when you're done and clean up. <laughs> That goes what back do you to think about that? Listen, listen, I 100% agree with you with taking garbage, cleaning up, throwing it in the bin, sweeping up, not leaving, you know, dust everywhere. This is like, this is a, a subject that, you know, <laughs> like I agree with you. Me and Costa were talking about it the other day. He goes out and buys this beautiful Milwaukee cyclone vacuum. I call it like Mr. Sale guy. It's like every time the Reds having a, dude. 
dude, there's a sale, eh? I'm like, dude, they're gonna have a sale in two months. Did he from show now. up at Mississauga Hardware? Yeah, we both showed you up. You guys were both there? Yeah, we were yeah. both there. Cost, but custom went all out, but we're so was it crazy? Was it crazy busy? Pretty busy, yeah, but good. everyone gets horny for fucking sales, eh? Yeah, like, they're yeah, giving you a battery. Like, dude, they're gonna give you a battery in a month from now. You know, like, come <laughs> on, man. Like, but that's okay, marketing. so back to that cleanliness thing. I think that every single trades person, doesn't matter what trade it is, you should have a broom and a dustpan. Yes. Your, your initials should be on it. You yes. make it unique yourself. Yes. And you should also have a battery powered vacuum or how a little this? small one listen guys you should i believe in the yes. dustpan clean up after yourself but listen the fine tooth dust no you're gonna have a cleaning company come in yes. and clean yes. the house yes that's where i'm like listen guys as long as i'm not leaving the counter where there's shavings yes. everywhere yes Rob, if you, you know for you know on. out of everybody that you worked with me i take one mil plastic with static electricity yes and i put it over everything, everything yes floor protection I never allow money to dictate me keeping a house clean that when I pull it away, the homeowners are like, it's better than when we, this is just about educating people, motivating people. I love everything about you, man. Thanks, I really brother. Do. I appreciate it. Man. Um, You're one of the good guys, Rob. Thanks. What kind of advice can you give to somebody? Me and Manny talk about this all the time with everybody. <laughs> and let me just clarify something. We don't do everything together. No, 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 no. We don't yeah. like okay. do it together, but <laughs> we spend a lot of time on the phone or texting. Yeah, um, that's cool. You know what? I respect him, and uh, he's one of my dearest friends. You guys are both obviously. We have the same goals. Yeah, well, yeah. some goals. Act. Some goals. <laughs> I gotta tell you guys that I respect you contractors so much, and I love you guys because I'll tell you right now that you guys have the hardest job out of all the trades. Cause you guys are not only the GC, you're, you're like almost could be the therapist. You're, wow. you, you, you gotta be, sure. you gotta be the diplomat. When shit hits the fan, you can't be sometimes me. I've, I, I can lose my shit and freak out and throw a tantrum. Do you, you really? Yeah, I, I, I have my moments. Like get, what? What would it have to happen for you to... You know what? The, the, the biggest thing is uh, some of the people that have put me in these situations where contractors think that we're just hanging out by the phone waiting for them to call us to come back and finish their job. And when they call us... They're like, hey, man, I can't get you in for like two weeks or this or that. Whoa, what's this? And they start freaking out. It's like, listen, 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 let's calm down. Let's pump the brakes right now. Because listen, if, if you can't get your own business in order and if you can't figure out your own stuff, like I, I'm sorry, like I can't help you. You got to have respect for everybody in their time. You know, if you can't figure out your own stuff, you need to, to take a course, slow down and organize yourself. And, and getting back to you guys, you guys have the hardest job because you have to organize, you have to get the quotes, you have to present them to the customer, you have to do the walkthroughs. And if, them. If, if I was a contractor like you guys, like a GC, I wouldn't even sleep at night because I'm like, did the plumber crimp the fitting? Did, is the gas leaking? Uh, did, did he break my tiles? Like I would, like- This it, guy's gotta come back. No, no, it's, it's it, come on, man. I give you guys a lot of credit and, and I honestly at times feel bad for you guys because like, Ultimately, like all of us get paid really well, but like you guys really have to be a little bit of every trade. And I feel like well, you we guys, move in for a long time. Yeah. You guys are in and out. We you have do, to stay. And you have to also deal with the client's expectations.
expectations yeah. at, uh, like through the project and afterwards. And if you hired some trades that are kind of like, you know, Mickey Mouse, they don't care. Ultimately that falls back on you after, Yes. you know, and it's, it's, uh, it's, it's a tough one. No, like, I agree with you. I am envious of you guys because you guys come in and yeah. you do a great job and you do a detail of that And you job. make a lot of money. You make and a lot of money. And we, we do. And we do. And that's why with you guys, with you guys, I really, but you give, chose your trade wisely. I did. And like Kevin O'Leary that's what, said, that's matters. become a plumber. They get rich. You know? <laughs> so I'm going to stick with that. Did he actually I'm say gonna, that? He did say that. <laughs> he did say it. So I'm going to stick with that. It's almost like my intuition told me when I was a kid. You know, it's funny. Something Manny said earlier. I was building the Yuck Yucks and Red Room on Richmond and like John Street. And my wife would come with the kid and visit because I'd be there for 16 hours in the middle of the night building this place and i'd be like to the guys where's my wife and they'd be like i don't know and i go is there a fucking plumber in the building <laughs> and she'd always be up there with the plumber holy and shit i'd be like i come up there and i'd be like what the fuck you doing with the plumber <laughs> <laughs> but anyways uh what, what i was saying earlier and then i had Wait a brain a minute. fart what was um, she doing <laughs> no she, she, people are very curious about plumbing i'm very drawn to it too you know like i just I like seeing it, well, how it's p being put together. I like learning things. I, th I think it's fucking awesome because it's like you get the... Like I there, have respect for plumbers. There's just such a sense of... I think that's probably one thing I've always loved about plumbing. There's such a sense of accomplishment and pride. Like when you go, you do something, you look at it. It's like... I almost feel like, especially when it comes to residential, when it comes to plumbing, you are the engineer. Yes, you are. That's the fascinating part okay. to me. When I see a plumber actually dissect and figure out yes. how this flow is going to work and how this venting is going to work and how it's all connected when you're dealing with three bathrooms plus a power yes. room plus a laundry yes. room Manny. plus a sump plus everything. And they just figure it out. You are an engineer. But and Manny, he's he, the plumbers, plumbers across the board have the shittiest job. Literally. And you have to have respect for that. Like you should have saw my story today on Instagram. I was like literally in a crawl space. It might as well have been this. I was in a bodysuit dragging myself <laughs> underneath. And I made a, like, you know, I was, just, but hey, man, I, I'm not afraid to throw it down, dude. But I do anything. <laughs> Me and Manny are trying to encourage all ends of the trade industry. We found a flaws in our own personal businesses and in other people's businesses you come from something it's going to be a different opinion because you started in a union and had benefits what, i'm so grateful for what, that what what so you, so, uh, what we're trying to do is we're trying to really open people's eyes up that they need to start saving they need to start investing they oh need to start God. working on, on their future a labor a business owner it doesn't matter who you are what advice do you have for someone the youngins. For, for retirement. The guys are just Not getting even started. young ones. There's old ones like me that need to get smartened guys, up. Guys, I would probably, I'm so grateful and, and uh, because of the family and the upbringing that I was brought up in and just the things that I was shown and, and everything like that. I would say that real estate's really important. It's really cool. I think you really got to pay attention to your, your money. You know, like look at your bank account, like dissect it. You money know, makes money. Money makes money. And and the thing is, it's so easy nowadays to say, hey, I need this. I need that. We got to do this. We got to do that. But look at the bottom line. Like ultimately look at the bottom line. Like where's my money going? You know, do I need this? Do I need that? I would probably say the biggest thing for me I've learned since the time I was 18 till now, there's probably two things that stick out to me and i would probably say one would be faith 
probably above anything. Just believe in yourself. Believe in yourself and just have faith in what you're doing and have faith that if you give it your all and you keep going and you never give up, that you will get there and you will get what you want. And always have pure intentions really pure intentions like be a good person and help people sorry i just add one more to that don't ever be afraid to start all over that's so true because this this is easy this, this is easy to say this at 20 years old when you're getting started but you can go through life and life can fuck you and you can have your hilltops and you can have your valleys but don't be afraid to ever start all over again. You're you're 100 right. right. I couldn't agree with more with you more because that's probably the attitude. Ultimately, I'd probably say because of all the things that I went through as an apprentice, all that stuff there has led me up to this day where I'm sitting here with you guys. And if it wasn't for all that stuff, the faith, the perseverance, how many times I used to go home thinking like fuck, I'm such a shit plumber. Like, am I ever going to be good at this? Having such tiny hands. I can't envision that. You say that to yourself, But but those were the things because when I started to learn how to rough in and having really tiny hands at 18, handling three-inch pipe and how to make everything proper, it was hard. And it was those days where it's like, I'm going to, yeah. (laughs) And it was like, I'm going to do this. And if, if it was those days now, looking back, it's like, those were the days that have led me up to this day here because of me having a business now. I never thought when a 10 years ago I was going to be a, a self-employed. <laughs> but I think when you become self-employed, you have to look at it as you are starting the first day of an apprenticeship. And you have to take it and take it hard. It's and true. And while, while you're taking it, it's true, while man. you're taking it, you better be open-minded. You better be listening to what people are saying. You better be, you better be uh, thinking about what happened today, how I could have made it better. You better that it's a new apprenticeship. It's take day the next one. day better. Come back in the next day better. But and and also come back with a sense of like I don't know shit because that's going to keep you humble and that's going to keep you going and moving forward. Because Us in our late forties are still sponges. We love learning. I mean, we're doing these podcasts. Because I'm learning we, every day, we, man. We love doing these podcasts, and there are a lot of work to do these podcasts. That's just a fact, right? To a just lot coord- of volunteer work. Well, yeah, it's like we're coordinating. I bump into you, and all of a sudden I see you, and I go like, "You got to get." on the show we got to talk about this stuff and then we record the podcast and we edit the podcast we post the podcast we share the podcast but we're doing this because we want to add value to well, the industry right but, we but, really want to do it but not only that one thing that we've both talked about is that rob you're gonna affect somebody that's listening to this in a positive way and if it's only one person that we yes. could change their life on this podcast we've done our job save your money i would say save your money be aware of your money yeah be aware of your money, of course. Yeah. Be aware. And you know what? You don't have to go out every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, or Thursday, Friday, and get loaded. Like, buddy, I thank God I wasn't going out every Thursday and Friday with some of the guys who used to hang out. These were guys that were going out and blowing $500, $1,000 in one night. And I'm like, buddy, like, I can afford to do this, but it's like, guess what? I would rather have my money investing it. Thank God I did. And I was always a person that if I was going to spend money, I kind of wanted to see something. So another comment, I really want to tell people, you know, you, you answered the question brilliantly. Thanks, bro. Um, but I really want to stress to people on such a great note, you never know when you're going to get hurt. You never know when you're going to break your back, when you're going to break your legs, when you're going to get a disease, when you're not going to be able to move and 
pay your bills. This is that important to listen to everyone and anyone that tells you, save your money, invest it, invest get it. some real estate, do something smart, share the knowledge. Time yeah. flies really fast. And before you know it, you're like, why didn't I listen? And one, one more thing, if I can add to that is hang out with people that are better than you yeah. and people that have a vision that you see them, they're talking about exciting things, bigger things. Hang out with those kind of people. Uh, tell me who you walk with. I'll tell you who you are. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. the saying, right? Like the, you're, you become the average of the five, f- the five people that you hang out with. Right. So, and if you don't like who you, who you see, then leave. Yeah. Leave. So, leave. Yes. I got a serious question for you. It always ends at the end of the night. We're ending this. And one? I'll tell you, I'll tell you what Manny's answer is to this. <laughs> okay. No. Okay. Let's no. hear it. I'm curious. Okay. No, ba- you have a full day at work and you are filthy covered in garbage from construction all day and you want to take a bath do you take a shower first or do you take a bath first and then a shower you take a shower only i don't no, take wait, wait. i don't the question i don't, is, I don't take, if you're gonna take a bath do you take it first and then the shower or shower and then the bath bath first shower second. i would probably yeah i would i would go with the bath first relax and then That's just go disgusting. rinse off you're gonna is roll it? around in your dirt <laughs> Oh, you got me there. You're right. I, I totally missed. I totally. T- There's t- no right or wrong answer. Oh Honestly, God. I have the time. If I ever have digging a bath, I go in dirty too. Yeah, let's get dirty, man. Right up to the neck. Baby. Yeah, let's get dirty. Um, a serious, a serious, really serious. One. That was a serious question. No, no, that was just a joke. That was just. A, you know me. I love joking. Really important. There's a lot of a, a lot of people. It doesn't matter what age it is. 18, 20, 30, 40, 50 looking for a job, they're looking to become a plumber, what kind of attitude should they have and what are you looking for? We've been talking about it during the whole no, podcast. No, but I want to hear what he's looking for as an, for an employee. So say right now someone's listening and they're like, shit, he's looking for plumbers. How many what guys, kind of attitude do you need to have? How many guys you got on the crew? Two guys. You and another guy? Yes, sir. For That's now. That's it. Yeah, for now. For now. I've been, I've been trying some guys off and on right now. I've had a few guys come in. I've also been very lucky that I have a very good network of plumbers. And that's probably what I've used thus far is having the network of guys that off of Instagram and some guys that are my buddies that I'll bring them in when I need them. And then I'll usually have my guy with me. And then we'll just kind of... How long has that guy been with you these days? Uh, hasn't been with me that long, like probably like eight months. Okay. So it's working out. It's working yeah, out. It's three working months out. is the period. But I, I would say, I would say, uh, being, uh, being an employer is, uh, is pretty tricky. And I would, I would say that there's definitely a lot of growth that you have to do for yourself. And I'd probably say the biggest thing I've learned in life now from being self-employed is this is the best course to self-development is being self-employed because when you're self-employed you can't blame everybody you can't be it's because of him this happened it's because the first person you should be blaming he is cost yourself. me ten thousand yeah. dollars so the first person you need to look at before you look at anybody is look at yourself and, right. and right, yeah and give yourself an honest look you only get what you give yes exactly exactly Isn't that a song? 
<laughs> it can be if you want to wrap it. The other, wait, hold on. The other thing I wanted to add, add to this conversation before I forget it is, guys, anybody that's self-employed out there and that wants to have a thriving business, one thing I can share with you that I've learned is it's great to work hard and get on all this work and do all this work. But I'll tell you right now, not that I know anything because I really don't know shit. I don't. Yes, you do. But you know one, thing, no, one thing I do know is a lot of the work and the growth of a business doesn't happen at work and on the job. It happens oh off God. of work. You're That's so how you start to right. see vision That's and true. building the numbers, the, this. If on you the think, toilet. Yeah. Yeah. If you think. American the, if, Standard if you think, or Kohler. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man. Um, okay, so I've got one question. We're, we're curious. I've we're, got one okay, question. You got a question. Go Can ahead. Let's have it. What are your thoughts on Instagram? I would say that I can truly tell you guys uh, from a guy that was very, like before, was kind of like a little negative when it came to tech and like all this stuff with, with uh, social media. But I would probably say I am so grateful for Instagram because I would consider some of the guys that I know off of Instagram my friends. And the community of plumbers or tradesmen on Instagram, like, come on, guys, man, like the technology we have today, back 20 years ago, we are at such an advantage. That's why now if you are not taking advantage of this, you are missing out. Like, so, I, you, I agree with you. You are 100% And just ignore, ignore the haters. I'm pissed. Ignore the bullshit. And just focus on you and everybody that's on Instagram or anybody that's on social media. You are not a copy of anybody else. You are so fucking individual. You have your own personality. Make your own. You've done your own. BlackRock does his own. Bryant does his own. Carlito. Everybody does their own. Just make it your own. Use it for what it is. And who gives a fuck about how many followers you have? Who gives a fuck how many likes you have? <laughs> you're, you're Just share your personality. And be careful you're so what you're viewing because they'll show. a lot of people are showing... The best picture that I know. they can get out of that camera, but you go to their site, and I've tried to see Garbage. many, many guys to, to take on to like work with, and I am disgusted. And I hate saying it. It, it sounds like I'm a hater, man, but I am You're because a hater. I can't find the guys I want to work with. When I see their work, I'm just like, what the fuck was that? Everybody listen, wants guys, to be a celebrity. Listen, it was a guys, great when, pick. when guys call me on the phone, I already have questions like we go through the whole the whole thing right on the phone so we know right off the bat none of us are wasting each other's time we have the quick conversation and we know are we a good fit should we meet but i would say getting back to instagram before i was so like overwhelmed like i gotta have like three thousand followers or ten thousand followers i was like why don't i have all these followers? now i'm thinking like dude like what does it matter i'm like post your stuff People see it, it's there, and then I've been really in having fun with the stories. I've been trying to give value to, to people, but I've also been trying to show my personality a little bit, like getting, doing a little that's, my thing. That's a thousand percent, man. You, you Just know? focus on that. Manny was one of the first guys that I added on Instagram. Like, come on, I don't even know what the hell I was ha uh, like looking at. I see this shower. And I was like, what the <laughs> fuck is this shower? The one with the rounded, like... Uh, what is that thing? The niche? Oh, that the niche, all the curves. When stuff. I saw that, I was like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> yeah, I, was like, I, I was like, okay, follow, follow. <laughs> I love that shower. Yeah, I was but, but, but you I know love what? that shower. But you know what? Those are the things that inspire people. Oh, of course. Yeah. Of course, man. Um, so, really curious, and I'll speak for Manny again. Um, <laughs> yes, what okay. nationality are you? He wants to know. 
<laughs> I would say I'm an it- uh, Italian Canadian or Canadian Italian. Italian, We have this ongoing joke. Like, yeah, everyone seems to think I, I, I'm from Woodbridge, or I would be like like something from that. No, area. no, he we're thought, always he thought you might be Portuguese. We're always Portuguese, Portuguese or Croatian. Yeah. It's just a yeah, joke. Maybe. It's a big joke. <laughs> so one thing that needs to be said is that Manny usually collects all his ABS pipe and then. What he does is he makes potato shooters and shoots them. Oh my them god! At can you invite me neighbors. one day? <laughs> but you need to come by can my you, house. Can you not tell that the bullshit light is on right <laughs> I, I now? I want to see the potato launcher. <laughs> the bullshit <laughs> light is on right now. We He's should make a rocket shit. launcher. <laughs> Carlito has that. in No, his I just band. wanted to throw that in because anyone that's out there that's a plumber and has all that ABS, you can make a wicked potato shooter out of guys, it. Guys, guys, can I add one more thing? Go I, ahead. I, I'm not going to be a hater, but I needed to throw this in there about custom homes where everyone's like i do custom homes this is a custom home. it's like listen buddy let's really be honest with each other the custom homes most guys are building nowadays you might as well like it's a sub- garbage it's a no it's a build it's a subdivision home yes okay uh, just on a on a larger scale so let's let's calm down i'm building a custom house it's like no you're building a subdivision they're house, looking okay? for a title a title and and yeah, that's ultimately you know, what it, it sounds fancy. I'm a builder. No, I think everybody, I'm a custom builder. everybody that's got a pickup truck that puts a custom homes is is a builder. It's like you probably ma- did one bathroom and you're working <laughs> on your first home. Okay, Rob. The, the truth is, is the most successful guys I know don't watch TV, surf Instagram. I don't have cable and don't tell anybody who they are. Yes. People know who the fuck they are. Yeah. I fucking love it, man. <laughs> That's the Kings. Yes. You know, um, did we cover everything about plumbing? No, 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 no. Hang nope. on a sec. Oh, okay. Did we cover everything about no, plumbing? Is no, there anything else, Rob, that you want to say that you want to share about the construction life? I would say... What do you honestly think about our podcast? Do you think we're full of shit here? Do you think that we are not making any difference? Or do you think... I don't know. Am I putting you on the spot? Because you're here. In I'm fucking... on the spot right now. I'm on the spot right now. <laughs> I, would, I, would, I would say that you guys are 100% honest. And, and I love that. Thanks, I, I, I love the honesty. You know, you're Thanks, like, buddy. You know, like I, and, and I'm all about like honesty, transparency. And I think it's all about lifting uh, each other up. And I think I think uh, it's it's all about the communication. But Rob, these are conversations you and me had too. Yeah, like we're at work, we see a problem, and then it we're expressing. But then we never share it with anybody, and everybody needs to hear it. You know, we need to be on the same page, fix the problems, recorrect it. One hundred percent. I honestly, communication's everything on oh, the I job site. Oh, I got another site. question for you, Rob. Yeah, let's do it. What do you think about the rental TV shows out there? Ah. Are you there any what? good ones? You know what? I'm not going to lie, guys. I'm really not going to lie. I don't like them because I don't, I don't have cable. I don't watch TV. But when I probably five years ago, um, I used to watch a lot of them. I really did watch a lot of them. I'm not going to lie. I used to think about like if I would have started Galaxy Plumbing maybe eight years ago, ten years ago, one of my good friends actually happened to be the plumber for that show or intro- made the introduction. Who's that? Dan? No, no, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about okay. it off air. But Ooh. I was like, Ooh. that would have been that would have been a good introduction to that business, right? But you know what? Honestly, but you know what? You and me. Hold on. You know what though? There is something to be said about those shows because I haven't posted these pictures up on Instagram. I have pictures from a couple of rentals that customers brought me in just to inspect their their rentals, 
And if I show you the pictures after, you'll see that the shit from the shows on Mike Holmes show. No, no, the stuff that I've seen. <laughs> this is not fabricated shit. Like I like I have joists that look like toothpicks because a lot of people are like, oh, these shows they're like fabricated or they're overextended. No, I I actually have a lot a, a lot of pictures of real life jobs that I've gone to see for customers. That if you looked at them, you you wouldn't even believe it. I'm gonna show you guys. Wait, after. hang on a sec. You're you're losing me. You have photographs of work that was done on the shows? No, no, not on oh. the shows. But when people watch the show, some people are like, oh, this is made up. They didn't really fix this stuff. or it was, oh. it was, it was fabricated kind of stuff. Got it, got I've it. I've seen jobs that will tell you like, no, there's people that operate. There's some like, crazy people out you there. Would, yeah. You would not believe. My MO is fixing bad contractors garbage. Yes. I cannot believe what I do weekly. Honestly, like... I was on that show. You're talking about like people didn't believe it. And I'm like, there's garbage, garbage, but, garbage. Okay, out but there. hold on. Listen, guys, we but like when we're getting into this kind of conversation, everyone needs to understand that everything comes with prices, everything there's comes context. with there's context decisions. to that decisions. And a lot of people homeowners, a lot of people f- think that they want to go for the cheapest price. They want to do this. They want to do that. They Ultimately, think they're being smart. They think they're being smart, but hey, go they're learn not. on your own. They're not. Exactly. But they have, some people have to learn the hard way. But people, clients, people also have a problem with paying a plumber $40 an hour. They do. What? $40, That's nothing. $40 an no, no, hour. No, no, no. I'm just saying they have a problem with that. They do. They honestly and plumbers, have a problem. Plumbers and, and, rates and, are and that's And that's fine because guess what? One thing I realized in business as well, the thing that's going to make you feel the most best is not every customer is going to be your customer. Exactly. Learn and to not, say you, no. Learn to say, say no. no. Okay. Exactly. But also saying that. You're not getting every job because you're the best. Eh? No, remember that. No, you no. got to look at the price factor. But also to remember something, out of 10 customers, we don't know which one will be with us for life. Yeah. So treat them equally of course and no one to walk and yeah no one to say no oh 100 i just walked this week off a major renovation in rosedale i wanted to do it three what site happened? meetings with the client uh, mm-hmm. and the contractor and i told the contractor i'm like listen i'm out why i, I just because it's like we, um we went there we looked at the scope of the work okay all of a sudden the scope became even larger looked at it again Provided an estimate, they're like, okay, looks pretty good. It's a little expensive, but you know what? The contractor's like, this is the plumber that I use. I trust him, and this is the crew that I use. They're like, okay, great. Let's let's go with it. Met on site one more time. Make the materialist. Let's go. I like to go in there for another day, go through the layout. And then he's like, no, the customer's, uh, customer's having a hard time with this. So ultimately, I just decided, I'm like, thank you so much. Having I, a hard time with your price. With the price and the overall scope of work. They want to shrink the scope of work now. Maybe we're not going to move fixtures now. We're going to do this. And I'm like, if this is the entry into this job. It's just going to get worse. It's going to get worse. I have a business to run and I don't. I, don't, I just don't have time to it's be stuck. It's not galaxy babysitting. Yeah. It's galaxy plumbing. Y- yeah, exactly. On that note, what? Are your contacts? How do we get a hold of uh, you? Oh my god, I feel like I'm a celebrity no, now. No, man, you got to share it. Share it. How do we get a hold of you? At Galaxy Plumbing on on uh, on, uh, on social, on, on social on, website. Uh, it would be www.galaxyplumbinginc.ca. Email Rob at galaxyplumbinginc.ca. Phone 416 
464-1740. Call me anytime. If you have a question, we'd love to help you. One and, of the best plumbers in the city. And thanks, guys. Give him a call. Yeah. Hire him. From, Just get him on your job site. Get him on your at your home. Talk to him. He'll teach you. He'll educate you. If you have He'll, any questions, just call me anytime. Let's share a conversation. And, and the truth is, I've had experience with Rob and his business. It is unbelievable. Thanks, you will guys. not be taken. Guys, this, I just, Rob, this is a thank true, you very true much, tradesman. I wanted, thank to, you I wanted to say thank you to you guys for uh, having me out. And this is really cool. I really enjoyed it. We'll I have want, you back another say, time, man. We have I, to have you back another time. I just wanted to say maybe before Christmas. Oh, I don't know if that's <laughs> oh good. We're booked. The Christmas We're booked. song. Oh, yeah. The Christmas just, song. <laughs> I know the Christmas song. Oh, my he God. That Christmas song. Are you kidding me, dude? Carlito. Thank you, Rob. Thank you so Thanks, much, guys. man. Let's get out of here. Guess what? This has been our very first two-hour-long podcast. Peace. Well worth it. And I hope you guys make it all the way to the end to yep. listen to it because yep. this has been an amazing podcast. And yeah, 416, baby. See you. Yeah. yeah. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> High five, <baby>. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's so heavy.